Hi, uh, my name is Raf. I am playing Grinner, a barbarian human uh, running from his past as an ex-soldier, now turned mercenary. Hey everyone, I'm, I'm Jared. I, um, I'm playing the character of Luther. Uh, he's a Dampier. Uh, he is a fighter that specializes in firearms, a bit of an investigator, and I am the great, great, great uncle of uh, Grinner. Hi, I'm Jacob. I'm playing Tithla, the Goblin Ranger. Uh, she is a wonderful hunter and medical genius. Hi, I'm Haz. I'm playing uh, Theodore Ursa, the satyr druid, who's a kind of a, a charismatic druid who's unwillingly taken Tifla un under his under his wing as she's followed him through the, the forest for the past few months. G'day, I'm Tom. I'm playing Jonal, the Asimir wizard. Um, he is on the pursuit of good and evil, uh, finding out the best and worst in this world, and he's doing that with a little bit of naivety and optimism. And I'm Owen, the dungeon master of our Curse of Strahd campaign. Hello! Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Lost Archives. I hope you guys have had a wonderful Christmas break, a lovely new year. Um, we all certainly have had a lovely, good, resting, relaxing holiday, and we're back ready to play D&D. Except uh, something happened while we were away on holiday, something uh, rather extreme involving a certain company known as Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast, the makers of D&D. Um, if you have been living under a rock and are not aware of what's going on with the OGL 1.1 release, amazing. You live in a world I wish I was part of. Um, I wish I could go back in time and never have to know all of it about this situation. Um, don't worry. Don't even think about it. You just go off and have a lovely time. Uh, for those of you who do know what's going on with that, um, it's a pretty shitty situation that is an evolving one. For the moment, we're not going to make any drastic changes to the Lost Archives. I don't want to pull the plug on 5th edition just yet. I want to see how Wizards respond to their very rightfully earned backlash. Um, I have cancelled my D&D Beyond subscription to protest the new changes. That seems to be one of the only languages Hasbro, their parent company, speaks. If you have problems with the OGL 1.1 and the issues around it, please consider cancelling your subscription as a way of sharing that um, displeasure. Hopefully that will uh, will get their attention. Um, I know that the community is quite angry, but remember that we are all a community together. Please don't go harassing Wizards of the Coast employees, unless they're the CEO, then they deserve it. Um, please don't go harassing content creators. We're all in this together. The content creators and the Wizards of the Coast employees are just as upset as you are, if not more so. Um, we're all pretty devastated about the news. We're all in this together. We are a united front, and that's what we need to show Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast. So stay strong, stay together, and we'll get through this, I hope. <laughs> uh, that was a rather depressing start. Uh, more exciting news, um, Tyranny of Dragons campaign will be continuing as normal. That's going to wrap up in the next few weeks anyway, so there's no sense changing that. Obviously, Curse of Strahd, we're going to keep playing as well. I think the Curse of Strahd module is fantastic. We are going to keep running with it. Depending on what happens in the future, we may or may not continue using 5e with it. If we have to switch across to a new system because of some bizarre, crazy out there thing, we will, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, technically, Dungeons and & Dragons and Wizards of the Coast actually can't copyright the rules to D&D, so I'm not too worried about just casually renaming like 90% of the things and we carry on as we were. Um, obviously, Avatar Legends doesn't use D&D. It uses Powered by the Apocalypse, so nothing's changing there. Avatar Legends will continue as normal. The campaign that comes after 
Tyranny of Dragons that was going to follow on immediately after it finished. We were looking at doing Storm King's Thunder or Elemental Evil or powered by, um, no, not Elemental Evil, what's the other one I'm thinking of? No, Elemental Evil. We're not going to do any of those pre-written adventures now. Um, instead, I am in the process of hurriedly writing an entirely original story to follow on from Tyranny of Dragons. I started this at the very end of my holiday when the news first dropped. It's something I've been thinking about doing for a very long time. The only reason I hadn't is because a lot of the pre-written modules are really fun. And if you're getting into D&D and you're new to D&D, it's a great way to start your journey in D&D is to play these pre-written modules. Also, most of them are pretty old and I saw it an opportunity to make them kind of fun and new and interesting again by homebrewing parts of them. But no, I'm going to do a completely homebrew, uh, pre-written, not pre-written, completely homebrew, original written um, campaign for the following to Tyranny of Dragons. More news on that coming soon when I have had some sleep and more time to write it. <laughs> um, that's all the news about the situation with the OGL 1.1 and what's going on with that. Um, we're just going to stay tuned and see what happens. If you want a really good summary of what's going on with that, go check out Mark Humes's um, comments. He's the Dungeon Master for High Rollers. I echo every single sentiment he uh, expresses in the most recent video. You can go check it out at High Rollers. Um, yeah, I, everything Mark says, I, I, I second wholeheartedly. Right, now, um, last session. We were missing Raph for the last half of the session. And if you're watching this live and on YouTube, you won't be able to see Raph's face. But he is here, aren't you, yeah, Raph? I'm here. I'm He's here. here. Get excited. Um, unfortunately, uh, Raph's camera is uh, Ipsnay on the Workin' A, so he is going to be um, audioing only tonight. So for podcast listeners, you won't notice any difference. Um, but I will make sure I do a really thorough recap for Raph. Did you? It was your power that dropped out, wasn't it? Yeah, the yeah. entire bloody block went down. Yeah, that's um, that happened to me a few things ago. I think I was doing a a raft stream or a different type of stream right before Christmas. Same thing happened to me. So maybe um, maybe the energy companies were doing a bit of a cycle. The rolling blackout. Yeah, a bit of a rolling blackout around because it happened, I think, like two weeks before yours did. So yeah, probably mm -hmm. some sort of rolling blackout. Um, but yeah, um, thank you everybody who was watching all of the Pokemon episodes on YouTube. I had them dropping while I was away on holiday over Christmas and New Year. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is shaping up to probably be my second favorite Pokemon game after Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. I actually think the story was phenomenal. I know, Haz has got a bit of a face, but I, I really enjoyed the story. I thought it was great. The Terrestrial... Oh, you, you, you picked the best one, so... Yeah, oh, Scarlet... No, sorry, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. The best Pokemon games, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. In, in my humble opinion. Um, I really enjoyed... Yeah, I, I I just I really enjoyed the um, the Scarlet Violet the the whole Area Zero the Paladea Crater and the AI Turo slash Sada it was just brilliant and I actually kind of like the um, the ruinous Pokemon I'm I'm keen to sort of learn a bit more about them now that I've caught them uh, I know there are some really cool raids coming up there's a Greninja raid which I'm super hyped for I think it's a Poison Greninja yeah Poison, poison. okay. We will be doing that raid. We will do that on a Saturday morning when the raid comes out. We will all do some prep in the background and um, everyone who wants to join on that raid is more than welcome to. I actually don't know when it is. Is it in the next couple of weeks? It was like beginning of Feb, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. I'll look. Yeah, I think it was beginning of Feb. But yeah, we'll, we'll do that raid. We'll let you know when that's coming out because I'm super keen to play that. Um, the other game that's coming out that I'm very hyped for is Hogwarts Legacy. I will be doing a playthrough of Hogwarts Legacy. Um, I have offset the royalties JK Rowling uh, will get from my purchase of Hogwarts Legacy by donating to Transcend, which is an Australian um, uh, support service group for transgender people. If you want to play the game but don't want to support JK Rowling, please consider donating to Transcend or um, Pride Foundation or any of the other support services that help out those very vulnerable communities. Um, what a brilliant gesture, Ron. That's great. 
Thank you. Yeah, I, I um, say you were barreling towards some controversy for a second there, man. I <laughs> I uh, I made a short suggesting that, and um, I ended up having to delete that short because of the sheer volume of comments that were heavily transphobic. So um, yeah. it is a very controversial. I watched that short. It wasn't. Like, I didn't think it, it was controversial. Yeah, it, but, it wasn't um, controversial. It was yeah. a great sentiment of, Thank yeah, you. this is what I think, and let's do this. So that's yeah. a shame. It is a shame. Um, I think, unfortunately, the tags that I put in that video, which were all very Hogwarts Legacy focused tags, uh, may have shown that to the wrong demographic. Um, I have learnt my lesson. I will uh, keep those sort of sentiments for the community that we have around us right now and not try and just like eject it into the nether sphere that is the internet. Um, yeah, so that was a bit of a shame, but I did end up having to take that down. I didn't want that to be a platform for hate speech uh, is, is the gist of that. Um, but yeah, I'll be, I'll be playing that. I'm very excited to play that. Um, super, super keen. I'm still tossing a coin between going full evil and doing all the dark spells and becoming Slytherin or actually doing my house, which is Ravenclaw. I'll keep you posted. I might even do both simultaneously. Yeah, like do one do evil, evil Ravenclaw. Make that evil, evil Ravenclaw. Hufflepuff even. Oh, evil Hufflepuff. Really, really like that. the system. Yeah, that, that'd really like throw people for a loop. I'll do that. Um, yeah, that's lots of fun. I might do that actually. Uh, okay. That's, oh, did you find out when the, um, Pokemon raids were, Jared? Greninja. Yes. Uh, so 27th to the 30th of uh, January and then February 10th to 13th. Shit. That's not far away. Okay. I will, um, I'll figure out which Pokemon I'm going to use for that and, um, get on that right away. Um, did you guys have any suggestions? I know Jacob, you're probably all over which Pokemon to use. Nightly shaking his head. Normally you're the one who like, <laughs> you're like prepared for this stuff, but not tonight. <laughs> Uh, no, I heard you say it one time and then respouted that as my own knowledge. So that's where my oh. thanks. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for thanks for citating that source correctly. Uh, yep, <laughs> Gastrodon maybe. Poison ground. Yeah, could be good. Or is that water ground? Water ground. So it, water and ground. It, it, it can. It's got one of its abilities will give it immunity to water, so it can soak the water hits from Greninja and then hit oh. back with with Earth Power. Yes, I like that. We'll be using. Wait, what's, what's actually what's Greninja's like? Mostly water. water, mostly water, water dark. Okay. Yeah, so it's going to have a lot of water, a lot of dark. It can also learn some fighting type moves, and I think it can also learn some ghost type moves as well. So because I definitely will chuck in one or two moves that will just like yeah. absolutely yeah. just annoy everything. Yep. Hey, look, I, maybe I'll just go my superpower Osmeril again. <laughs> just stick with that. Although I can't terrestrialize yeah. to fairy, or I'm really in trouble. So, Azumarill is already fairy. Oh, it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to Azumarill. Azumarill is not. No, Azumarill is not the one for this. Bad call. No, bad call. Um, you, want, you want steel or something that can soak water? Well, maybe um, Tinkerton. Oh no, that's still fairy steel. No, 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 not Tinkerton. Hey, uh, we'll we'll figure it out and we'll come back professionally prepared and you'll go. Wow, you guys are so ready. And it's not that we were like so unready <laughs> behind the scenes. Uh, all right, that's been enough behind the scenes. Let's do a quick recap of Curse of Strahd and we will leap straight into it. So. The newest team of the Tempest Adventuring Guild have found themselves lost in a strange land following a request to investigate some mysterious disappearances. Exploring a manor in the ruined town of Dowerbridge, the group have faced ghosts, ghouls, and a banshee, and in the process of disrupting a cursed magic ritual, have now been pulled through a tear in space to the demi-plane of Barovia. Dropped through the rift into a field along with ruined sections of the manor, the team was soon met by Rahadan, a dusk elf who introduced himself as the butler of the Lord of this land. Count Strad von Zadovich. Feeling uneasy about this strange man, the group remained fairly tight-lipped, and Rahadan was left to depart, giving the group a promise his master would meet with them soon. Resting during the evening, the group departed at dawn, deciding to head to a town that they had glimpsed through the tree line. Emerging from the forest, the party ran into a group of travellers who introduced themselves as the Vistani. 
Suspicious of their easy laughter, Grinner decided he didn't trust these people one bit, even when they offered to sell a magic secret to the party which would allow them to traverse the mists and escape Barovia. Bunch a loose bargain was eventually struck. <laughs> the Vistani would trade this secret to the party in exchange for a small locked chest, currently in possession of the Burgomaster of Kresik. Arriving in the village they had spied from afar, the group were met by a Barovian man who introduced himself as Ismark, son of the recently deceased village Burgomaster. Ismark was quick to reveal his intentions, sure he could trust these newcomers to his realm. The death of his father had been no happenstance. For several nights, their house had come under attack from undead creatures. Sure that he and his sister Arena could be next, he plans to try and escape with her to the nearby village of Valaki. Meeting with Arena at the house, a plan was devised. Take the body of their father to the nearby church to be properly buried, spend the night, hopefully safe in the chapel, and then take the road to Valaki in the morning. Arriving at the chapel, the party were introduced to Father Dorovich, a priest of the sun god Lysander, who seemed rather nervous at their arrival. Mistrustful of the priest, Ismark warned the characters against trusting him, so the introduction was a rather tense one. Stepping into the chapel, the group found it in a state of significant disarray, explained away by Dorovich as the work of vandals. Also inside the chapel was another outlander, a blue-skinned aquatic humanoid from another plane called Rill. With Dorovich, Ismark and Irina heading outside to bury their father, Luther and Rill decided to join, both curious as to why a sun priest was performing a nighttime ceremony. While this was going on, the rest of the group investigated the chapel and found a locked trapdoor to a basement below the chapel. Just as the group were peering through to see what might be hidden below, a voice called out, Father, I'm hungry. And that is where we left off last session. We are jumping straight back into Real quick, into where Hello. did Rill come from again? Uh, you know that Rill came, he hasn't said, he said he came Sorry, from a place the, called the- Sorry, the idea of the character. Oh, the Rill? The is, yeah, yes, thank you very much, Jacob. Good suggestion. Rill is a is uh, he's an NPC that has been created by the stream, which you can do as well. Um, yeah, Rill is a uh, an NPC that was previously played by Brune Brassax in his playthrough of Curse of Strahd. Um, it was the character he played. Um, NPCs don't have to be previous characters. They can be any character design you want. Um, once you spend those channel points, uh, you and I will have a bit of a chat. We'll come up with a character together. Uh, mostly your suggestions. I'll just do a few tweaks to fit them into the world, and boom, we're going to let them fly like the little baby birds they are into the world of Curse of Strahd. Um, you can do that with Curse of Strahd, Tyranny of Dragons, and Avatar Legends. So yeah, save up those channel points. Uh, the other thing I forgot to mention was, as well, during the burial ceremony with uh, Father Dodovich, Arena, and Ismark, uh, Luther and Rill both actually helped perform part of the ceremony, and Luther found himself channeling some of the sun gods, uh, sun goddess's energy, I should say, the, uh, the goddess um, Lysander. The uh, uh, you also observed Luther, um, Father Dodovich, heading north towards the graveyard and harvesting uh. some roots and stems of plants, and then returning to the chapel to make a nice tea. For everyone who wanted the the warm yeah. tea, um, I think I gave it to Tithler. You gave one leaf to uh, at least a sample. Yeah, you gave one leaf to Tithler yeah. to have a look at, but actually the leaf has already been identified by yes, our very own druid. Um, Theodore was able to actually identify this plant. Uh, it was not Valerian root and uh, leaf, as Father Dorovich had said, but um, another more potent soporific designed to knock out and anaesthetize anyone who drinks uh, drinks a concoction made of it, any, anyone's, uh, any tea or, or brew steeped with that, uh, that leaf and root. Uh, so you are all back in the chapel. Um, as you hear this voice call out, I believe we had uh, Jonor and Luther were down above the trapdoor. Yep. Jonor, you had just cut, cast light on a piece of paper and slipped it between the cracks 
this piece of paper with light on it <clears throat> had fluttered down and then been grabbed by a figure in the dark before the voice called out. Um, as this happens, what I am going to do uh, is put us in initiative order. Not because there's combat, but just because I'd like to know the order of things that are happening. So make sure you click on your token, click roll initiative. So not because there's combat, but because combat will ensue shortly. <laughs> not necessarily, <laughs> just just because I need to know the order in which things are happening and time has become a bit tense because potentially you guys might just be like, yeah, uh, dude in the basement, like this guy's got someone chained up in the basement. Like we need to free this person. So I want to make can sure- Can I roll, roll perception for initiative? Uh, no, you can roll initiative for initiative though. Yeah. <laughs> could I not? This isn't Pathfinders. You still, you still rolled the second highest initiative roll out of everyone. Um, as just so you know, <laughs> in yeah, case you were wondering. Atrocious. So uh, that's did it go, did it went it go I don't think it went through properly. It's here. Um, no, it didn't go through. It's right. I'll add you. I'll add you really quickly. Um, so for podcast listeners and for those uh, who are taking uh, notes of the stats, um, that's one of the worst sort of running initiative rolls I think I've ever seen. Yeah, that's uh, pretty bad. It's pretty when the awful. minus one to initiative is, is coming second with a 10. <laughs> an 11, 10, 9, 7, and 6. Yeah, so 6 for Luther, <laughs> 9 for Jonor, 11 for Grinner, 7 for Tithler, 10 for Theodore. That is, uh, that's not great. Um, yeah, that's pretty unfortunate. Uh, let me quickly roll for these guys here. Um, give me a second. It's been a hot minute since we... Happy, um, healthy, is the one's name in, in the chained uh, section below. Yeah, it's look, it's been a, it's been a hot minute since we um since we did um did Curse of right, Why don't you let us just my... roll initiatives again? Where are my initiatives? <laughs> I can't find any of my initiatives. I'm actually kind of okay with it. <laughs> no, they're here somewhere. I just can't find them. Um, What am I doing wrong here? Oh, here we go. All right, there we go. They should be coming up now. Can you see them? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Can, yep. They'll they'll it. all be zero for the moment because I've got to manually put them across because um, oh, that's, that's we're uh, boycotting D and D Beyond. Oh wow! No, don't worry. I didn't roll very well for these guys either. Oh my goodness! I mean, he looks to be a, a chubby, sallow-skinned priest. How how dexterous can he be? He's more that's dexterous fair. than you guys, apparently. I mean, to me, I mean. <laughs> Theodore has some kind of wasting sickness that makes him bad physically. And Alrighty. <laughs> so, um, the first one to act as this voice calls out. Actually, appropriately, the voice is the first one to act as you hear this voice call out from underneath. Father, I'm hungry. There's this momentary silence as it echoes through the chapel. All of you hear this. Theodore, right at the very end of the other side of the chapel, you hear this as well. In fact, I'll bring us across to a map so that everyone can appreciate this. Um, this this voice just echoes through the uh, through the chapel. There's this momentary pause as Donovich slowly sort of turns and looks at you, Theodore, <coughs> and you can see his hands are shaking, and the mug that he's holding drops out of his hands and shatters on the floor with this loud crack. As if spurred to action by the the sharp cracking noise, the voice calls out again, Father, Father, I'm so hungry. Theodore, you watch as Donovich slowly places his hands over his ears, sinks to the floor in the fetal position, and begins rocking backwards and forwards slowly. I give him a big eyebrows up kind of look. Um, yeah, I'd say that's a free action. Um, Ismark, <laughs> who's standing closest to the door and is next to Axe, sort of like peers through the open doorway at you, Jonor, and Luther, and at the trapdoor, and then looks back towards uh, Father Donovich. He goes, 
That's that sounds like that sounds like Doru. That sounds like his son. What? 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 Um, he's going to use his action to move into the room. He runs down towards you guys, tries to peer through the crack, and can only see this very like pale, very um, thin, almost like a black veined arm underneath the uh, the light from the trapdoor, and then looks up again. I, I, I don't like this. Something something feels wrong. I, I knew I knew Donovich wasn't to be trusted. I told you. That's his full turn. Um, Grinner, you're actually the next up. His full turn was an I told you so. His full turn was an investigation <laughs> check, which he did really well on and an I told you so. And he's also got a held action too, but I didn't want to give away too much. Fair enough. <laughs> right. So due to uh, complete power loss, um, can you give me a little bit of a fill-in on Grinner's last little move around before this? Yeah, happened? Grinner, you supported these guys as they had a bit of a look around you. You kept a look at while they investigated most of the rooms around. Um, the priest's study, which is one of the rooms to the south uh, east of where you guys are, contained a number of letters, one of them from um, his son, Doru. Um, talking about how he planned to go on this on this trip and to travel around, uh, and that he was going to escape from his father's like overbearing clutches and, and, and make his own way in the world. Um, there was also in the rooms next to you on the uh, on the west side, uh, the the southwest um, upper and lower rooms, uh, a bed and a bedside table. It looks like a, a guest room and a main room for the priest. The guest room looks to have been fairly well used before this. You suspect that probably it was the son's room before he left. Uh, and then the last thing that happened was Donovich had come back in to make the tea, accompanied by Rill and Luther and Irina and Ismark. Um, Rill at this stage has sort of hung back a little bit, not keen on the idea of tea. I think Luther had warned him against drinking the tea last session. So Rill, who had been quite trustful of the priest, but a little bit sort of put out by the priest's weird non-sun priesty behavior, um, had started to get a little bit like, ah so sure <laughs> um that's what happened that's what happened last time with grinner lovely all right um kind of glancing at the room and seeing that there's a fair bit going on there i'm gonna he kind of looks around and goes what in the ever loving fuck is going on and i'm gonna move like kind of staunch fast walk up here straight towards the priest um, swoop down and just pick up a shard of wood, uh, maybe like a foot long, something sharp. Is there something yeah. on the ground? Um, or, I mean, you're standing in the ruins of the perhaps. chapel where yeah. there are <laughs> numerous pews that have been just shattered. You just bend down and pick up a, a length of probably what was once an armrest that's been shattered. Um, it's already a bit of a sharp point as you pick it up and you look down and go, oh, this would be a good improvised weapon. Lovely. I'm going to walk straight up to Priesty grab him by the front of his robes and hoist him back onto his feet again yep as you, as you reach um, down and pick him up his hands still over his ears as he's as his face turns to look at you grinner his eyes are unfocused and his mouth is mumbling over and over again I, this dude does not look well right well i'm going to have him up against the wall on his tippy toes with the sharp point of this thing in under his chin and just not letting him move or drop and just holding him there. Brilliant. Uh, do you say anything to him? Uh, honestly, at this point, Grin is just wanting to lock the situation down. He's getting a bit cranky about it. All this whole thing just seems <laughs> stupid. So, uh, no, he's just locking him down and staying there and kind of like looking at Theodore going, well, what the fuck? And <laughs> that's about it. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, no problem at all. Um, as... Um... Yeah, as as you as you as you do that and push him against the wall, you can see Donovich as he's mumbling this over and over again. Grinner, you what's your passive perception? Uh, 
passive is um, 11. 11. Um, you don't quite make out what he's saying, but you hear the words, my son, my baby boy, come out as part of that sort of like mumbling uh, mantra that he seems to be resus- sort of reciting over and over again. My, my son, my, my baby boy. Um, alrighty, Gruna, that is your turn. Theodore. Alright, um, I sort of uh, crouch down um, to, to his like face level and sort of cup his head in, in my hand to try and give him a bit a bit of focus and, and, and soothing and other Donovich um, are you trying to say that your son is not away on an exploring himself vacation is it is in fact locked in your basement could you make me a persuasion check with disadvantage please Theodore yeah. um, for those of you going to say what? wait what <laughs> for those of you who are wondering oblivious I, uh... to everything that's happened so far <laughs> yeah Tith has just Rough. been chilling out um eight, eight. Uh, that's a performance, but that's okay, because I'm assuming oh, it's the sorry. same plus. But that's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Um, uh, yes, it was. <laughs> same plus, so that's absolutely fine. So, yeah. F- uh, so no, 14. Eight. Eight. Yeah, sorry. 14. Eight. Disadvantage. Take the eight. Um, as you as you advantage. sort of, like, look at him, as you give him a bit of, like, a, a, a look down and begin sort of, like, trying to talk to him, Theodore Donovich seems to be not really there. The sense of self and personality is gone. You get the sense he's suffered a very brief dissociative episode right now um i actually did roll for a sanity check for donovich uh, as a result of this and he had, he had failed his sanity check and he is now suffering a temporary madness um which these characters can too cool. uh yeah he seems to be suffering a temporary <laughs> madness of some sorts just shaking backwards and forwards even still with grinner against him and as he moves the point of that stick is creating a little cut in his throat and there's a tiny trickle of blood now coming down uh, he's seems... not easing up on that either no, if i, figured... I see that that's what i'm gonna um is there any of that tea left over that he that he dropped? Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't given any out yet. He was in the process of brewing it. So there's a whole cauldron behind the altar, right where you're standing, that yeah. is full of the tea. He was actually holding a mug ready to start serving it. The the tea, uh, sorry, the cauldron of tea, the, the kettle. Why did I say cauldron? The kettle of yeah. tea above the, the the stove is still smoking. In fact, a, a sharp whistling noise is now starting to emanate from it. Um, quite quiet, but getting louder in intensity. Would I have enough left of my action after doing that to pour a cup? into his mouth and try and sedate him scold him but not scold just, just give him a little bit just to just to knock him out so he can get past his mental break while we go and um investigate is this the from the traditional cauldron from, yeah from the from him the making kettle us that's brewing tea. the tea yeah the cauldron the tea cauldron, cauldron yeah. yeah um yeah. theodore absolutely you can do that you pour a quick cup of this tea it's only just boiled it is very hot. Um, as you sort of <laughs> yeah, brief for podcast listeners, uh, what, what did you do, Has? You want to describe what you did? I just, just, just a little little teacup blow. Just a, little... just a, a single gentle like <laughs> puff. That'll do it. That, that'll that'll be enough to cool down the uh, the tea enough. As as you pour it, it, it is quite warm. Um, you pour it into. I, another I one pull of his head back. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> um, as you as you pour it down, I mean. This had to hurt. It's it's boiling water that you're kind of, not fully boiling water, but but water on the brink of boil that you're pouring down this man's throat. Apart from Massage a very sudden, oh, what was that? Sorry, has Massage his neck, make sure it goes down. Are you doing like the dog thing where you like massage <laughs> yeah. down? You do like stroke down the throat to make sure they swallow. <laughs> yes, you do. You do that. Um, 
I, I mean, there's a slight flinch when the hot water first hits his mouth, but apart from that, he shows no sign that he has noticed this, this pain. You watch as the tea goes into his stomach, his eyes sort of stay quite wide and a bit unfocused, and then suddenly his eyelids begin to droop a little bit. Uh, nothing else happens in that six seconds. It's not that quick, um, but yeah, I mean, you pour a cup of... Uh, actually, I'll make a con save for it. Here we go. Uh, yeah, so you pour, pour it down his throat. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Uh, anything else in your turn, Theodore? Um, I, if you will allow, I'd like to cast a little cure wounds on him to fix that burn. I just put pulled in his throat. I'd say we're probably more looking at a bonus action at this stage. Then, uh, free action for the check. Pat, on, the pat on his head. Just pat him on the head. <laughs> there, <laughs> yeah, there, nice. sweet prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good night, sweet prince. Uh, all right, Rill is next. Um, Rill is going to move up and look into the room where you guys are. Did I hear correct? Did you say that this man has been keeping his son chained in the cellar? Um, <clears throat> but it, uh, it, it could be. It sounded like him, apparently. Is Mark the was his kid? Interesting. I'll be, on, I'll be honest, he definitely, um, this is definitely suspicious as hell. I thought he was out of town, though, wasn't he? That is what the priest told me. He told me his son had been traveling. Mm. Well, this mystery does keep getting a. Uh, well, it just keeps getting a little bit more um, tantalizing, I guess. Uh, Rill is then going to use the rest of his action to. He's going to hold an action. Um, alrighty. Jonor, you are up next. You're down, standing just above the trapdoor in this side antechamber, leading down towards the basement. As you peer through the cracks in the trapdoor, all you can see is this pale arm still holding your slightly illuminated piece of paper, although it has started to scrunch the paper up in its hands. I would like to imagine Jonah was sort of looking through the the, um, the planks of wood, so he dropped it down there, and he's just like, "What? What is down there?" And so as the hand comes through, it's like a, like a jump scare, like he wasn't expecting anything to be there. Sort of like, <laughs> "Oh my God, was was there someone there?" And then you know the voice would have been like he would have yelled out, and he's just sort of looking at it. I, I think there's a person there. Then Ismark came in and like, do, do we do we talk to him? Uh, 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 he then walks up to the, the um, piece of wood again, or like the, the trap door and says, uh, are you okay? You hear this voice calling out from below. I'm so hungry. Where is father? Uh, is your father the, um, the priest? Yes, Donovich. I am Doru Donovich. I'm so hungry. Yeah, okay, well, um, maybe we can go get him. Um, are, you, are you coming out of there anytime soon? My father keeps the door chained shut. I am trapped down here. Are you in danger right now? I'm so hungry. So hungry. Oh, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. Hang on one second. Um, I'll, I'll head on over. Hold on. And then at that point, I'm gonna then sort of walk over in the direction of um, the priest. Yeah, as you as you step into the main room, Jonah, and look over, you can see that Grinner is currently holding Donovich off the ground, uh, essentially a wooden stake pressed up against <laughs> his neck. Theodore's currently patting him on the head, um, holding uh, an empty. 
uh, an empty clay cup <laughs> um, as you walk over. Tithla looking really like a bit confused would be accurate, I guess, for Tithla, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. She's just like, what is happening? Yeah. Why? What? Who is in a. What? Yeah. Tithla looking just a bit confused. Time. It's just tea time, Tithla. Dinner? Tea time. I guess that explains why he's hungry. <laughs> Uh, hey guys, um, uh, we definitely have his son down there, um, and he is kind of hungry. He sounds um, pretty, pretty, pretty bad right now. Um, what, like this fuck has been keeping his son down, locked in the basement? Is I- I'm sorry. Why has nobody yeah. let them out yet? <laughs> well, <laughs> him a sandwich? No, that's yeah, that's he's... a valid point. We, where's what? the fucking? Yeah. You can't lock a kid in. How old is this bloke? Is he just some kid in the base? You can't lock a kid in the fucking basement. Yeah, you can't sell them either. He's an adult. Yeah, he'd be at least in his early 20s, I think. He was going exploring the world. Um, yeah, Irina, whose his turn is next anyway. Want him to leave? Irina, whose turn is next anyway, calls out. Uh, I believe he's 21, 22. I'm oh, no, sorry. I believe oh, he's 21, 22. That's right, that was yeah, we'll get him it. some food. I've got some some rations. Um, we, yeah, let's we'll feed him. He's yeah, starving. Let, let the poor fucker out. Um, Donovich is sort of like hanging a bit limp at this point. Eyes still wide, looking very out of it. <laughs> um, let's grab. Does he got keys on him? Let's grab grab the keys. Uh, I shake him. Yeah, you hear, you hear a jingling as you as you shake him. You hear a jingling coming from his belt. Um, I'm going to say it's still kind of Jonor's turn at this point. Jonor, at the moment, you've only really done movement and talking, so you've still got yeah. your action and bonus action at this point. I'm going to go grab um, the Randling and go get keys off him um, and then start walking back to the, to the trapdoor. Yeah, I'd, I'd say you can sort of get about halfway back in the, in your turn. So yeah, as you, as you walk forwards and start like pulling Donovich's, um, he has a cassock that he's wearing, and as you pull it aside, you can see yeah, there's there's a set of uh, three heavy iron keys dangling from a keyring, uh, wrought iron, very um, very roughly carved. They 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 look very very roughly carved as as you sort of take these keys off. As you unhook them, Donovich suddenly like freezes, his eyes like moving down, looking at the belt, and then he looks up at you, and then looks at the belt. And as you pull the keys away, he lets out this strangled cry and tries to reach for them. But Grinner, who's standing there holding him bodily, Grinner, could you make me a strength check, please? I'd say that's probably Don't athletics. Mind if I do. Give me an athletics check, please, my little chickadee. Oh, athletics! I just rolled. Strength says fine too. No, no, strength says probably the same thing. It's the same. It'll be the same bonus, I reckon. Yeah. It um, is. Plus five. Yes, yeah, so a sixteen. As he goes to push forward, Grinner, you just like place one hand against his chest and hold him against the wall. And as he sort of lets out this, oh, as the breath is driven out from him, he's unable to reach forward. However, his hand sort of reaching out, grasping for the keys. No, no, you can't, you can't let him out, please. Uh, uh, I'm not trusting a man that locks his child away. You just take the keys and walk, walk, walk down. So I get halfway down to the yeah, room get, again. get about halfway back. Brilliant. Um, Irina sort of like looks towards you, Jonah, sees Grinner kind of being a bit rough with the priest and goes, Please, we, we do not need to, to hurt him. Uh, you have him. Restrains. Uh, please, don't hurt the priest too much. Please don't hurt Father Donovich. I, I, I beg you, we do not need to resort to violence. Please. He's locked his son in the fucking basement, this slimy <laughs> fucking prick. Yes, but, but if you are going to punish him, shouldn't we have the law take care of that for us? Like, we are not judge, jury, and executioner. 
Speak we for yourself. We love. do not have time for judge, jury, or executioner, so we be judge, jury, and executioner. Now I'm not executing nobody. I'm holding him here on the wall. If he Metaphoric? gets a little hurt, then that's his own slimy fucking problem. Get. Rena sort of like nods, realizing that she's not going to get anywhere with that line of inquiry, and um, <laughs> sort of takes a step in around the corner and looks towards the tea. What was that you fed him? That that uh, that tea. Uh, asking Theodore. It was, um, I relay what I, the name of the, the plant that it was. Yeah, um, yeah uh, it's, it's a sleepy it's, tea. Sleepy time tea? <laughs> Sorry, have I not mentioned the name of the plant at this point? I thought I said it no, before. No, you said it was more powerful. You did, but it was last year. Oh, it was yeah. last year. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> um, no, no, no. It is, it is a solar lily. S O L A R lily. Is it a TOC solar lily? He was trying to drug us all, but I, um, thought perhaps since he was having a psychotic episode it might calm him down uh, her eyebrows furrow as you say that and she sort of turns and look back, looks back towards Rill and then looks back towards you guys one of the signs of uh, prolonged use of the solar lily is heavily dilated irises and then she turns and looks back towards Rill have you drunk tea prepared by this man Rill just nods very slowly, <laughs> looking a bit concerned. <laughs> um, that's probably her turn. Tithla. Um, how long is prolonged? Yeah, really concerned. <laughs> Real was getting the cardinal because Pell Real was here. got here like yesterday. So unless he's been like really going hard on those teas, I wouldn't be worried. Um, Irina sort of like nods and goes, uh, "It's to do with uh, the amounts that you drink uh, or, or ingest." I know that several doses over a few hours periods can result in, in um, very, very prolonged effects. When I say prolonged, I mean the effects are prolonged. Usage uh, of, of high doses can cause prolonged effects. And, um, and what are the effects? Is drowsiness. It yes, dr- drowsiness, uh, confusion. Um, blueness? Yeah. Blueness? No, not one of the known <laughs> symptoms that I'm aware of. All right. Uh, Real really just like okay. looks over and gives you a stink eye, Theodore, as you say. <laughs> really, you're off the hook. Unless. No, you're okay. Real gives a sort of a what? slow nod. Uh, how how are you going in there? You, you got that key open? Oh, yeah. Jonah's still walking back with it. <laughs> okay, well, well, hurry up. <laughs> Do you want to move hurry it all, Tithel? You happy where you are? Think, Do you want to. I think we need to establish that. The priority here is getting a poor, unsold child out of the... Unsold? <laughs> is that just the adjective we use for children now? Sold or unsold? There's <laughs> two categories. <laughs> and, and I really, I really... And she's going to walk up to Irina and grab her, hold her hand. Yeah, I, Irina her. sort of like, well, yeah. She, as, as you reach out for her hand, she reaches down and holds your hand. Realises I... that they're gross goblin hands with some long claws sort of thing. Uh, Irina, if, if, if it bothers her, she doesn't seem to let on at all. There's no visible sign that she seems at all phased by your, uh, and I quote, gross goblin hands. Yeah, great. <laughs> She's going to grab her hands and go and look up. It's okay. it's okay. We're all on the same team here. We're just trying to look after the little unsold child. I wish I could say the same for me, but I can't. <laughs> and that's the end of my turn. Um, <laughs> just for... Just for podcast listeners or those joining us you might be a bit confused as to why jacob keeps referencing unsold children um in the introductory <laughs> adventure in our session zero 
Um, Jonor, <laughs> one of the player characters played by Tom, uh, really wanted Tithla to help him with his magic and um, and offered to pay her parents like an allowance for Tithla to come with him. This was misinterpreted as an offer for sale and uh, hence the, <laughs> the ongoing joke around the purchase of children. Um, and again, I just want to be clear, Jacob, me, I'm not saying Tithla is saying this. Yes, that's true. It'd that's be true. rude if I said it. I'm rude. not rude yeah, like It'd be that. flat yeah. out bullying, like harassment if you said it. Um, thank goodness it's the character. Uh, Luther, I pass over to you. As I'd say, okay. uh, do you know, actually, as, as Irina takes, sorry, Irina could have probably taken the keys off you, Jonah, and quickly run down and chucked them to you, Luther, if you wanted. I just realized that Irina did not use her phone. Um, she, she, so. she can chuck it to me, but I'll be honest, like I'm way more suspicious than probably everyone else because... I mean, I saw the priest do some weird, wacky stuff with the ritual. Then I saw him take get the herbs. Then... All right, I'll, I'll leave it as is then. I'll, I'll, I won't have a oh, ring no, like, not steal Jonah's thunder and, and run around the key, like relay race the keys down and be like, I got the keys. And Jonah's there like, fine. wait, what? No, because like for me, like this is like, I'm already suspicious of the priest. He's done yeah. some weird shit. He's come in. I found like this like lock on this door on this like heavy heavy iron chain too, yeah and it's it on closed. this side not the other side so that he's locked someone in yeah. and then i've heard this guy scream at the top of his lungs i'm hungry father like yeah. i'm like i'm on edge like i'm yeah. like ismark who's with so- you seems to be sharing some of your suspicions luther as you sort of like give him a bit of a side eye he gives you the same side eye back and goes i i, I know doru when he was a child uh, a young man we-, we got along fairly okay uh, he had the same problems with his father that i do I, I'm not sure why he'd be locked in a basement. I thought he'd been away traveling. I thought he'd finally escaped, like all of us wished to have. And um, I have to say, I'll there's an edge this. to his voice. It sounds, he sounds desperate. desperate. I will admit, to be honest, the fact that all the missing people sort of led to this point, and suddenly we found this person locked down here and just by himself, it seems. Um, so while I'm talking, I'm gonna. While this has all been going on, so I, I would have been like studying Doru if I can see him. Only, only the faintest glimpse of him through the crack in the trapdoor. This very pale arm holding the remnants of this now fading spell. Um, the the piece of paper that Jonor had cast yep. light on, just it's just fading away as he clutches it in his hands. Um, is there while while like because I was there the whole time and I saw like the the paper go down with the light did i see anything else not much else uh, we did a perception check for you guys last time as the paper drifted okay. down and it just just this sort of faint pale arm and the and the outline you can sort of see that the outline of a, of a humanoid figure standing in the shadows um a crack in the the trapdoor the boards of the trapdoor allowing enough light through that you can see this pale hand but not much else okay so i can see light down there though no, only from the piece of paper. Otherwise, it's complete darkness down there. The light's coming through the cracks in the trapdoor above you. Sorry, okay, in the trapdoor below I'm you, but and, in above the room. I'm going to try and talk to Doru then. Um, hey, hey there, um, do you have anyone else down there with you? Is there anybody hurt? No, it is just me. It has been just me for so long. My father, he locked me down here weeks ago. I'm so hungry. Please... Now, we're in a land of darkness and horror, <laughs> and I'm someone who obviously is afflicted with a certain disease. Mm. Do you want to um, share that or keep it to yourself? <laughs> oh, no. Herbie's keeping that to myself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm typhoid Luther. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
It's it's the reason I have my powers, yeah. herpes. Herpes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You heard it here first. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this out short for tonight. <laughs> just just to being like, like, <laughs> I'm gonna be um, like I'm gonna go to Ismark though. Um, Ismark, yeah. um, I have a I have a theory. Are you happy to indulge me? It might hurt a little bit. Um, hurt me or you or just Dora. a tiny? I just need a tiny little drop of blood. I'm I'm sorry. What? I grab his hand. Um, grab, like, uh, uh, but, um, just, um, it's just going to be one drop down into that space. Okay. Uh, I, okay I, perfect. Can, I can do that. I, I, okay. If you can do that, that'd be, that'd be perfect I'd, as well. I'd rather you don't just cut my hand. Um, he Apologies. pulls out a knife, uh, presses it against the fleshy part of his forearm to create a very small cut, collects a few trips of blood on the blade, and then hands you the blade with some blood droplets along the edge of it. I... Yeah, I'll just strip some of those blood drops droplets into the... I'll let them run off the blade and down into the room. You hear this sigh of immense relief. <sighs> <laughs> Do I hear any scuttling? No, no scuttling. Okay. okay, that was most peculiar, though, I'll admit. That's probably about six seconds. That's more yeah. than enough. Yeah. Um, but I will do... Because I don't know how much actions I use and such, I will have at least use a reaction to like at least stop people from opening the gate. Yeah, I'd or say I'd door. say as a as a as a, um, as a free action when people come in, you can be like, um, hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. Rinna, you're up next. Hmm. Uh, I am. You don't hear or see any of that being in a completely different room. <laughs> no, I, I'm gonna um, pick up the priest and plonk him on the altar behind me I'm assuming that's what that is that's the altar yep yep that's the altar behind you so you pick him up and place him down on the altor. Um, Dorovich him kind on the of, altar yeah as, as you plonk him on the altar you can see Dorovich's eyes are starting to get a, a very droopy the, the effects of this um, this soporific that he's been fed starting to kick in and he's sort of mumbling again but his voice is starting to slur a bit uh, Theo Mate, how, how long is this going to last? How long is he out for? The yeah. I gave him, it depends how much he brewed in the tea, but a couple hours? You rolled a natural 20 on your yeah. check for what this plant was to identify it last year. In <laughs> December yeah. last year, you rolled I did, a natural I 20. I would say, like, you watched him cut it up and prepare it. You know that a full cup of this tea will knock someone out for anywhere between three to six hours, depending on their constitution, shall we say. <laughs> it could be three to, three to six hours, roughly, that um, you'll be a bit uh, groggy, go sleep. All right, All right. That, that'll do. Um, he, he's in, like, um, a full monk garb, yeah? Yeah, so it's layered black robes um, marked with <clears throat> the symbol of the, the yellow sun, um, rising over over a field um white hood around the edge but the clothes are dirty and um have been like repaired a a numerous number of times a a number of times there's sort of patches and sections of of visible um seams where he's had to like stitch back holes and repair and patch it seems kind of sturdy enough yeah the clothes look pretty sturdy you can see they're made of a, a very rough wool Probably not the most comfortable to wear, but designed to be durable and, more importantly, keep him warm. The, there's no heating in this chapel apart from the, the fireplace behind the altar, which, again, looks to be an addition. This probably isn't part of the original design of this uh, chapel. Hmm. 
Great. And last question, is it ankle length? Uh, it goes it's down to his feet. Yes, it does. Yeah, so he's got sandaled feet. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm going to... Nah, it's a, it's, his... a, it's a one piece. It's a, it's a short little skimpy <laughs> oh, number. Oh, that's upsetting. Uh, it rides up quite... No, no. <laughs> um, I'm going to put him in fetal position up on the altar, okay. but keep the um, full length on his outfit and okay. tie a big knot in the end so he can't get his feet out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first things first. It's not loose enough that you can bend his legs up into the chest section. Um, as I said, it's it's wound cloth around him. It's not it's not just like a massive like uh, muumu where you can like bend his legs up into the chest piece. It is, <laughs> I'm going to jam him in as tight as I can. Yeah, so, so you can what you can do is you can kind of like bend his legs a little bit and make a very small knot in the end. Um, but it's it's not like his legs are in the fetal position. They're only sort of pushed up a little bit. His legs and knees raised up a bit, just enough that his feet are inside the, the cassock. That'll do. I'll, I'll do that. Okay, brilliant. Do you want to do me a sleight of hand check to see how good your knots are? I definitely I don't think he does. Do it doesn't sound like he does want to do it, but he does have to, so he's going <laughs> to... 15's not bad. Yeah, you do a fairly passable knot as you just tie the cassock together. Yeah. And then I'm going to um, slide his arms back in up the sleeves and, and tie them together as well. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd say that that's all part. That that one's not as hard to do. The, the hands just drop into the sleeves as he pulls his shoulders up inside. Yeah, you, you, you tie it off. Um, he's now like, it's just his head poking out of almost like a, essentially a straight jacket made of his own clothes. Good. I'm just going to pat him on the cheek and start wandering towards the voices then. <laughs> Great. So that's definitely your full action. You can then use, use your movement <laughs> yep. to walk down towards the end. Um, alrighty. Uh, Luther and Ismark. Uh, Luther, you're the only one who's in the room right now, real just outside the door, Ismark in the room with you. You can hear the sound of panting coming from underneath the, uh, underneath the trap door for a few moments. And then suddenly, with a sudden jolt, the chain and the trap door rattle. And you hear a voice underneath. Please, I'm, I'm so hungry. Where's my father? Please. Um, that is Doru's full turn. Uh, Donovich is going to make another constitution saving throw. You guys watch as Donovich just falls inside the cassock. Uh, seemingly <laughs> seemingly unconscious for the time being. Uh, I'm going to take him off the initiative order. Ismark looks towards you, Luther, and looks down at the lock. I am... Um, I'm, not, I'm not feeling great about this we no like, that was not that was he he did you hear him like almost like have a sigh of relief well i mean he said he's been trapped down there did he think we were feeding him water or something like how desperate it are was, you for food and drink you don't go that crazy that was, that was some blood droplets i i mean he went if, he went insane like that was someone that just was dripped crazy. liquid on me from above and i didn't know what it was I might assume it was water I don't think my first assumption would be someone was dripping blood on my face <laughs> I have to say like no but did you see he was like on the other side of the he sort of retreated away from the door and then he jolted and almost tried to get out like it it definitely I, I, mean, I can't and that sign of, and that. That sign of I'd want to get out relief though like yeah that was almost like weird. food was there though like he, he sort of knew he, he, he could sense something Something was in the air. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go check and see what's happening with the priest. Why, why are they not bringing Donovich here? Uh, I'll be right back. 
is my moves forward, steps out of the room, walks up. As he gets level with Jonor and Arena, he gives you guys a bit of a nod, looks over towards the altar, sees Donovich, like, arms folded into his cassock tied up, legs, so he's like a little, like, priest mermaid, essentially, with his, like, cassock tied up. Almost like a priest dugong, like, on the thing, like, just limp. He looks and goes, um... What is going on? Arena sort of looks over and goes, um, they, they fed uh, Donovich some of the tea he was making and he has passed out. I think he intended to drug us. This grin just wipes across <laughs> Ismark's face and he raises a single eyebrow and looks at Arena. Uh, almost like we, um, hmm, like we can't trust the priest. Hmm. That's what uh, kind of sounds like what you're saying, Arena. You watch as Arena gets this look of thunder on her face as her eyebrows cross and she goes, it was a fluke. This doesn't count. <laughs> uh, that's his marks full go. Um, Grinner, why are you on there twice? Why did you have an initiative? I just like well? running around. Okay. Well, Grinner, you got two turns in a row there, so your turn to walk down is going to be that turn of tying the priest up because you had okay. initiative of 11 and 6 for some reason, which I've just noticed. That's so bizarre. That was your I turn then. No, that's Luther that's with bad. the 6. Why do I see why do I see two grinners and a Luther? I see I saw two grinners on my screen, that's why oh. I gave Grinner another go. Um, oh, okay. It must no, have been okay. a leftover from last time. Uh, Theodore, it's your turn, my friend. I am going to seeing the priest is nice and controlled. <laughs> I'm going to scarper down to yeah. the the rooms. How far down can I make it? Uh what's your movement speed? Um pretty good. Roughly uh, goat's worth, thirty-five feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pleased you clarified because, like, I would have been like a goat's worth. So, like, what, twenty feet? <laughs> no, standard um, goat. Standard goat. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's no more ridiculous than the imperial system, right? So nice. let's not let's not poo-poo too much. Um, the theater, as you scuttle down thirty-five feet, you could always use your dash. dash action. No, sorry, I'm going to circle back to that. We are able to poo-poo on the imperial. System. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. No, that's what I'm saying. It's, I'm saying a, a using a goat to measure is no more yeah, ridiculous than the imperial I system. I don't think we should not poo-poo on it. I think we should take it. No, we should. We should no, use as metric. An engineer, oh, use metric. Come on. Use it. Imperial I'm going to poo-poo on it. Goat? Okay. Any any system of measurement that relies on measuring some dude's foot, who happens to be the king or queen, is a terrible system of measurement, <laughs> and I'm not backing down from that opinion. Foot. Yeah. Stick with goats. Specifically goat's foot. That's they're <laughs> tiny. Have you seen goat's hooves? They're, they're like the diameter is like ten centimeters. No, um, is each one of these squares five feet? Uh each one of the squares is five feet. Uh, 10, 15, 20. Uh is moving through people like difficult terrain? How do I just No 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 moving around? moving through allies is just moving easily through a space as they just like move aside to let you through. Five five feet's a pretty big like distance. Right. Mm-hmm. It's almost a meter. Then I can get to there, I think. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I'll, I'll I'll use my a dash to get in there with with Luther. Yeah, Theodore, as you as you sort of move through the broken chapel and head down into the side antechamber to the southeast, this room is in disrepair. This is the first time you're kind of seeing this room in detail. No, when you're not a, a, if it is a bug, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're now much bigger, and the room no longer looks cockroach. like mountains of debris. Yeah, you're a cockroach. <laughs> that's right, you're wild shaped into a cockroach. Now that you are your satyr self, and you begin looking through the room, um, this room is a mess. You could tell from bug form that it was a mess, but I mean, from bug form, everything looks like a mess because everything's bigger. So dust is really big, like debris on the floor. But this room is a mess. Um, there's old water stains on the floor, sections where it hasn't been cared for. Like this, this room has not been very well looked after. Uh, Luther's sort of standing above the trapdoor, looking a bit ruffled. Would be the right word, Luther. Um, what, yeah, what, what, it may be a bit ruffled. Maybe like 
concerned, definitely like suspicious. <laughs> There's a lot of probably things going on. Why, why have you not tried to let the poor boy out? Um, well, <laughs> yeah. Let's just—I'll be—I'll be frank. Um, and I sort of look at him. He's doing some weird shit. I thought your name was Luther, not Frank. Oh my god, Tiff! I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. I almost <laughs> called it, and I was like, "Nah, I'm going to give Jacob a chance to prove himself." But no, he's, uh, why? he's doing some weird. He's doing some weird shit. <laughs> well, um, so we do not want him out yet. I mean, look, I I'll have... be honest. Like, um, let's be honest. Like. You know, the, the the priest tried to drug us. All the murder, like all the disappearances, lead to here, and they have never seen again. And this one person's locked down in this room with a lock on this side. I mean, they've tried to drug us, and I've just Ismark just let a couple drops of blood down there, and this guy literally, like, was he was almost in euphoria. He was ecstatic. Well, uh, what, what what could it be? What likes to drink small bits of blood? Um, wasn't he adventuring in this depraved land where the vampire sort of, you know, lives and such? Do we know the Lord is a vampire? Do, uh, we haven't thought that yet, have we? I, I think I thought yeah, we, we had, yeah we know that had, you've had you've had some hints you've had some hints you've been yeah so Irina and Ismark have said that he is an immortal. Um, and that he he feeds on blood, which has been a bit of well, a hint. Two and two together. <laughs> okay, well, if somebody says vampire, Tithler's gonna say, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll whisper it to Theodore. Then, like, he might be a vampire. Well, in that case, I I can cast snare and set up a trap around the entrance. We can open it up. He runs out, gets pulled up in snare, and then we we stake him. Is is that what we do with vampire? That is or a good question. Can we rehabilitate? Can we take I mean, to vampire rehab? Do you wanna do you wanna make me a um <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 like it's like um it's like the, the pledge for our alcoholism, but you pledge off blood. Yeah. Uh, uh Terry Pratchett does this, the black ribboners, the vampires who yeah. swear off blood and uh um teetotalers, the vampires who, who swear off blood. It's re- look, Terry Pratchett, fucking love Terry Pratchett, go read Terry Pratchett's books. Um yeah, I'm I mean, sharks and finding Nemo. Well, Owen, a good yeah. question is because I'm afflicted with herpes. Yes. I know how to... <laughs> <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. Um, yeah, so your herpes doesn't grant you any special knowledge. In fact, any, if anything, herpes that affects the brain um, actually reduces right. knowledge. So I'm going to need oh, no, to not herpes one. of the brain. Yeah. So no, no, no. What I'm Luther well, sort of angry No, I'm Luther. What I'm angry at is. Would Luther, I have yeah, done so research you're, at least? Yeah, on account of on, you being, yeah. I, we we can we can metagame a little bit. Like everyone's the character. Yes. He's a damn peer. So it, <laughs> for the audience who might be a bit confused, <laughs> so don't have um, Luther does have a version of vampirism which has turned him into a dampier rather than a fully fledged vampire or a vampire spawn. Wait, did vampire. I just say vampire? <laughs> vampire <laughs> or fully fledged vampire spawn? Um, maybe maybe we're just extra fancy. A vampire, um, Luther. You know that. Like, I should say, you actually don't know what stopped your transformation fully. Yeah. You, your, your, your theory, your, your um, feeling is that it was your devotion to the sun god Lysander. But you, you don't know that. You're not really sure what it was that stopped it. All you know is that when the change began to happen, you resisted it with all of your willpower and with a lot of prayer to Lysander. Um, yep. 
So you're Both not sure bread. what. Finally, finally pay dividends. Well, maybe. <laughs> so you're not 100% sure what what has stopped the transformation fully into a vampire and keeping you as a dampier. In terms of turning people from a vampire or a vampire spawn back into their original race, I'm going to get you to make me an arcana or a history check, please, um, to see if you know of any stories or tales using history check or arcana if you know of any magic. So your choice, whichever yeah. you want to roll. They're and Theodore, the you, can roll, you can roll one of these as well if you like, because you two are kind of it's talking about this amongst one. yourselves. So Whoa! That's actually a good roll. So you want to roll an arcana then, Theodore, if Luther's doing history? That way I can give you both both sets of information. So yeah, Luther. Hey! Oh my god. Damn. Nice. Plus ones. We could so, <laughs> so um Luther, you have heard of tales of vampires realizing that their blessing is a curse, that's hungering on blood for all time, being unable to step into the sun and all the other weaknesses that come with being a vampire, after a while do tend to somewhat dampen the excitement of becoming an immortal. Um, And you have heard stories, probably whispered stories during your time trying to find a cure to your own affliction. Probably you came across some stories that did discuss a couple of cases on Nostea where vampires attempted to cure themselves. Out of the sort of four or five tales or references you were able to track down you know of only one that was successful and even then it required that person dying and then being brought back to life again so you're not a hundred percent sure if there are any ways to cure a vampire from the tales normally vampires who do try and cure themselves end up wasting away and turning to dust as they swear off blood unable to break the curse that's probably what you'd found out from the history books. Theodore, Arcana of 20. There are magics out there, natural magics, very powerful ones that you've heard of to help cure a kind of form of vampirism in the plant worlds, the creation of twig blights and um, vampiric trees known as Golthias trees. You, you've heard of these before from your druidic circle. There are druids out there, blight druids, who attempt to create vampiric trees, trees that generate um, blights and feed off of blood. Um, To cure those trees, they have to be burned to the ground and then uh, a new seed (laughs) extracted and planted in its place from a different tree. There is no way to cure the tree itself. However, you have heard of magics, very powerful magics, that can undo the damage done to the land by the Golthias trees the the blight that occurs across the land that can reverse it and restore and regenerate that land whether that would work on a person you get the sense that probably depends on how far along the transformation is if it's fairly early perhaps even something like a um, uh, a bless not a bless what's what I'm looking for a um Remove curse. Thank you. Having a complete mental break after the new year. This is what happens. I'm now so old, dementia's set in. Um, yeah, remove curse. Early enough, remove curse might be enough if it's very, very early on. Later than that, there's going to be some pretty powerful magics required. Um, something I should have added for Luther. Um, this is for full-fledged vampires where it is very hard to work. Vampire spawn and early on vampires... Yeah, you've heard of tales where they've been able to be cured either by priests or clerics um, wielding quite powerful magics, but fully-fledged vampires, 
you've not heard of any stories where they've been able to be reversed successfully apart from one and that was um, yeah required the person dying and being fully resurrected right <clears throat> yeah yeah some sort of some sort of restorative spell theodore very powerful so the restorative spell vampire equivalent of turning them on and off again yeah yeah, yeah. just a quick reset <laughs> update update your window settings and you're good to go yeah <laughs> might be dead undead Or sold, unsold. <laughs> Chatter like that was one incredibly useful history book. It's the result of Luther having, what, a couple of hundred years to research. Not just one history book. It's like yeah. years and years of research trying to cure his own uh, vampirism. So, yeah, <laughs> he's had a bit of time to figure it out. Um, yeah, yeah, Luther, Theodore, that's what you guys know. Uh, is there anything else you wanted Trying to do down. on your turn, Theodore? No, just um, preface that I can set up um, snare as a as an option if we want to trap this thing as it comes out and either try and help or or harm it, and that's where I'll I'll I'll, I'll leave the the planning in there. Yeah, no, sounds like a sounds like a good plan to me. Um, Rill, uh, who can kind of hear what you guys are saying and being just outside the door, this this blue skinned um, humanoid sort of steps up, looks through the doorway, hears what you guys are saying, goes. Um, uh, sorry, that's not voice. Um, well, uh, if you were planning on setting up some sort of trap, I could probably help with that. I have some, uh, some spells that may come in useful. I can create one spell that, uh, makes the floor very slippery. I can cover it in, uh, magical grease. Grease me a woman. Grease? What? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, professional lives and personal lives, we need to keep them separate, Has right? <laughs> Um... Rill will then um, sort of like looking over and seeing Donovich bit sort of limp and, and loose on the on the altar will go, should I go and do some sort of healing or are you prepared to let this man just stay there for the moment? Uh, this is to all of you now. So he's not hurt, he's just, he's taking a little kip, which is probably for the best because the fucker locked his kid up. Rill just nods. Um, Jonah, I pass over to you. <clears throat> All right, well, he's gone out of this room, grabbed keys off that priest and walking back down. Um, he's going to continue walking past everyone else, go to the room and get himself right up against the, um, the trap door. And he starts rattling the keys around and he's looking at three different keys and <clears throat> goes um, to grab the, the lock. <laughs> Jonor, um, I would, I would not do that right now. <laughs> Yeah, well, so I was just saying that he's grabbing, grabbing a lock, like, oh, well, we have got to get him out right now. And I start looking at the keys and <laughs> looking at the shape of them. I put my hand over the keyhole. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jonah. <laughs> well, um, what are you doing? Well, got to get him out. I, I, I wouldn't be so inclined to let him out just yet. Yeah. I think we need to uh, What do you gather. mean? I think we all need to gather in the other uh, room in heaven. Quick chat. You gotta leave him down there. What? What? What do you mean, Jono? Do you like your blood being inside your veins? He takes a step back and checks if he's holding his sword. Wait, who? You are. Uh, holding his sword. Y- yeah. 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 So, if you want to keep it there for now, like I just like nothing's confirmed. I just have a hunch. Um, I, I sort of lean in and I think he might be a vampire. Or at least along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. 
You see him down there, and I point down. down. Oh, oh, no, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't have heard any of the conversation. Jonah, uh, finger on the pulse, as always. Yeah. Um. Okay. It's okay. Um, just um. Why uh, can we need to just have a quick chat with everybody? Why? Okay. Sure. And holds his keys, looks down there, and just. Well, all right then. <laughs> For the moment, because <laughs> because because you've resolved a couple of sort of potential things that needed to keep us in an issue, like Donovich being up and moving around and the keys. I'm actually going to pause initiative for the moment. You guys yep. are in a position where you can talk freely. If things happen that require initiative to be restarted, I'll restart initiative with the same order, starting from um, uh, Arena's turn, which was next. But for the moment, I'm going to pause initiative. I'm going to let you guys just go. So I pass over to all of you. Um, right, so Grin is yeah. going to run into the room and try and bust open the door. No, okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 so, I'll, I'll take those keys off you for now. Like, just you know, I'm probably noticed he's probably starting to get a little bit like because Jonah is not someone who's used to being on the front line, sort of thing. So he's know, for he that, might really. be a little rattled. Sound yeah, like you threatened to stab just a moment ago. What? I didn't threaten to stab him. Yeah, you said my blood could be all over the ground. Oh, I said, do you like to keep your blood? I, I was, okay, I get it. You're, you're like, no, Jodo, I didn't actually, I was going to stab you. I was just going to say that he was going to. As you as you reach forward to grab the keys, I like, take a little, like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Jodo takes a step back, looking a bit like, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I do like keeping my blood in my body, Luther. That's a weird thing to ask somebody. All right, look, I think we all need to go in the other room and have a quick chat. What? I just got here. What do you mean, go to the other room? <laughs> are you coming out here? We are, uh, Tiffler. Okay, I'll come in there. Oh, no, no, come yeah. in. We're coming out. I'll come in. As you guys are all in the room, the trapdoor begins rattling again. This dun, 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 from underneath, and the chain sort of shifts. Um, underneath you here. Where is my father? I'm so hungry. Please, strangers, please fetch my father. Would you like to eat your father? What? No, I need my father to get me food. Please. Can you let him out yet? What do you like to eat? Hey, now that we're all in the room here. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? Why hasn't someone given him a sandwich yet? Uh, I don't know. Luther thinks that he might be uh, afflicted with vampirism. What? (laughs) 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 Uh, uh, when who did it what do you mean who did it was it Jonah vampire no Jonah Jonah gave him him the vampire yeah I thought so I did not do such a thing he bought it from a traveling merchant (laughs) and gave him the (laughs) gave him the vampire I'm really um, starting yeah. to notice that Jonor buys and sells things a lot by the sense. Yeah, he's a good trader. <laughs> he doesn't have, he doesn't have any uh, qualms about what he buys and sells. <laughs> Honestly, it's very disconcerting. <laughs> Jonor, we should we, it's probably not the time, but we need to have an adventure for you one day, but not today. Right <laughs> you should try being on my side of the transaction. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but no, uh, what Theodore says is uh, just a hunch. Well, we can we can ask. Does he have a hunchback as well? No, he is not uh, Igor. Okay. He's, I think he's white and pasty. 
Ah, yeah. Could be vampirism, could be being locked in cellar from your father for several weeks. Well, why don't we open it and find out? If he tries to eat one of us, then we'll know, you know, not good. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm with Tiffler on that, right? Like, this bloke's been locked up in a cellar for fuck knows how long by weird priest dad, who, by the way, he's tied up and asleep. Uh, and he's so also very pale. Yeah, and look, who locks their fucking kid up in the... What the fuck are you doing down there, kid? My father captured me down here so long ago. Please, I'm so hungry. What did he use as bait for you? Bait? He attacked me, knocked me out, dragged me down here. Where's the keys? Hold on, though. What do you mean eating, though? What what, what do you want to eat? What do you keep saying? I'm hungry. What are you hungry for? My father brings me, brings me food. I can't, I, I, I don't want to, but I need oh, food. Wait, wait, you don't want to though. What do you mean? You don't want to eat the food. You're hungry. Didn't you just say that? Yeah. Just hear this sort of very quiet half sob, almost like a choking sob coming from below the trapdoor. Um, Doro, I don't, he's been feeding you people in the town, hasn't he? You hear this strangled gasp, <laughs> and then nothing. Oh my god! Yeah, look, this whole thing's really fucked up. But can yeah, we... this is so fucked. Well, yeah, well, I, I, I propose I set up snare on over the the trap door. We open the trap door. He runs out, gets snared. We confirm vampire. If he's a vampire, we can either try to help or. Put him out of his misery? Well, hold on, I do like that idea, but first and foremost, can we all agree that uh, Daddy Priest back there is not a good bloke? Oh no, we know that. You mean right. the one that tried to poison us? Yeah, yeah I think no, we're on right, the same no, page. Good. All right, so here's the plan then, right? So we drag that piece of shit in here, pop him in front of the <laughs> put the trap door up and just see what the fuck happens. I, I think, um, I think I would really like to talk to, um, to Donovan, at least, and get yeah, some idea. Track down how many people went missing. Maybe old old Mother Mary or whatever her name was. Um, uh, Mary. Yeah. Ma- Mary. Mary. That's, that's Mary right. Went. It's very, honestly, kind of rude nickname they were calling her. Um, maybe her daughter went, went this way. We can give her some peace. Well, look, I'm pretty sure that old mate in the basement would be happy to help us once he's less uh, uh, thirsty. I, I look... Have you ever met a vampire before, Gunnar? Because I honestly doubt that they would be very amenable to helping us. I can 100% swear that I have never met anyone or anything even close to a vampire. (laughs) I will say this, though, to second this. um, I think not all vampires are inherently bad. Yes, they are. No, we should kill each and every one of them. We've seen the stories. Not not all of them are bad. There are some some stories of like... As soon as you see them. Some there of them hang some around high schools like... and sparkle and harass young women. <laughs> there are stories of like... <laughs> Hold on tight, spider monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that so much. <laughs> would you, would you look at the time? I In the stream, kill it. <laughs> uh, hmm. uh, yep. We'll carry yeah, on as if I never said that. <laughs> I will I will say to Tiffler though, but um oh not all vampires, but there are these like half vampires, they're not too bad, I've heard. I, I uh, all, heard all the vampires I've heard in my books have been kind of bad. How the fuck do you be a half vampire anyway? That's stupid. 
Yeah, Luther, yeah, you're not services. that old. You don't know things of the world. You're, you're, you're right, you're right. My bad. Right, so I'm just going to bring the priest. <laughs> okay, um, so... So, do we want to talk to him? So, are, you, are we actually going to feed him people? Is no, it, hell no. no I, I think plan. we were going... Yeah, we, I think we're going to be in his belly, to be honest, are, tonight. We're happy with the snare plan? I shall set the snare? No no complaints? Ismark and, um, let's get some feedback from, uh, oh, Ismark. Ismark and Arena who are standing right there. Planet, I know, I can though. see them sitting there, so they probably want to say something. We, we could just leave. We've done uh, the whole thing with the dad. Uh, why don't we just leave? Well, then this we are abandoning this town. The, well, the, the priest will keep up. feeding. The priest will keep feeding townspeople to, to his son, and eventually the town will be full of... We could tell the town. Or and they can make just... their own decision, and then we're not being Judge Judy and Executioner. I think um, if he is a vampire... I Did think you just say can... Judge Judy and Executioner? <laughs> yeah, what else would yeah. I say? <laughs> One of my favorite references. Is that Hot Fuzz? Yeah, it's Hot Fuzz. It is, it <laughs> is. I don't want to be Judge Judy and Executioner. <laughs> yeah. um, is um, Mark and Arena, who have like been listening to this, um, both sort of go to speak up at once? Um, I No, 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 no. And then they sort of pause, look at each other, and Ismark goes, no, you go first, Arena. Arena sort of looks and goes, I, uh, firstly, firstly I, the whole reason we came here was to seek shelter for the night so that we did not have to walk to Valaki in dark and, and have to spend two nights out in the open. This way we can only spend one night. Uh, it is now night time. I, I do not think it is wise for us to be heading out into the dark. Secondly, I am not okay using Father Donovich as some sort of blood bag if his son is indeed a vampire. <laughs> I, I do not think that is okay. I, I like this snare plan of yours, Theodore, to, to capture Doru and to, to investigate and see what is happening. I, I, I am very much on board with that plan. Um, we can also use the uh, grease. Uh, a friend offered his help as well. Yes, I, I, this, I, this plan I, I like and I can support. Ismark sort of snorts a bit and goes, What, so we're just going to let the priest get away with this? Donovich has probably killed... I, I mean, we don't even know how many people he's killed for his son. Nope. We, we can take care of him after, but first we deal with the son. And if he is indeed a vampire and we find evidence of, of big murders, we, I don't know, tie him up and leave him outside overnight. See what see what the Barovia does to him. I'm all for waiting for morning, breaking down a wall, letting some daylight in, and then chucking the priest down the hole. It's probably about that point that you hear kind of a wet splat. And if you look around the corner, Grinner's just grabbed the bottom hem of the robe and just drag the priest by the feet <laughs> off the um <laughs> off the top and oh, off the top of the altar the, yeah and drag okay him the... could you roll me a d20 please okay oh, okay i'm not expecting okay crack skull dead. Uh, <laughs> well I, I he's in a robe i didn't think okay well, I mean, let's yep. see. Okay, can you please roll me a d6? Oh, Seventeen was the roll for those of you who are listening along uh, on the podcast. In That's the a five. Um, you guys, as you hear this sick crack, as Donovich, who has his arms bound inside his cassock and cannot defend himself, he's and he's currently on. unconscious, he's unconscious. <laughs> as you drag him foot first off the edge of the altar, his head boom, cracks down onto the stone steps. And then begins sliding along the floor. Oh fuck, uh, Theo! 
I I run out there, see this has happened. There's a very small blood trail behind, and you can see that Donovich is leaking blood heavily from a large gash on the back of his head. Um, He is limp and unresponsive. However, he was before because of the the soporific as well. I hit him with the old cure wounds straight straight into into his little nog. As it closes back up the wound behind his head um he he seems a little bit pale there's a very small pool of blood on the floor now okay all right look i didn't think that through all the way uh, thanks mate i'm just gonna start dragging him again no look you know we leave the priest where he is we need him for information and or proper punishment we take care of his son and then we deal with the priest we do not need two birds one stone here oh well you could have why did someone tell me that before all right i mean we fine but maybe we could use some of his blood as a as bait to get him into the snare. I mean, all right. So what? We just bring him over and drag him out of the way before he gets chewed on. Or just roll some of these wood chips oh. up in in the blood. With that, is that good? All right. I'm it's like for cereal that. for vampires, like Milo yeah. flakes. Cheerios. Witty bix. Yeah. So um, yeah, going around. Make make uh, some blood blood soaked wood chippies, and I do actually check that the priest isn't like he's breathing. Dead. He's dead. breathing. Okay, no, he's cool. breathing. His chest <laughs> rises and falls with a steady rhythm. Aim. All right, I'll, we head back down with our, our, our chips. I, I, I get a handful and throw them. So, looking at this trap door, does it open up into this spot here, or would like someone coming out come to where I am? So the trap door opens against the wall to the south. Um, that's the way it's hinged, so it would open up okay. um, towards the south. It, it definitely opens upwards, it doesn't open downwards, and the chain yeah. is holding it down, essentially, keeping it in the locked position. Okay, so so the hinge is, is on the wall side? Is on the wall side, so whoever's okay. climbing up it would most likely have to climb up towards the north, however it's conceivable they could climb sort of slightly northwest or even just west. Alright, well I'll scatter some blood chips there, and leading like towards the... Right in front of the trapdoor. Trapdoor? And then I'll set up snare in in that exact same area. Brilliant. All right, I'll put a little token down for snare. Um, um, if we're going to do this, we should uh, vacate the room. And uh, Rill, if you'd like, you can cast your spell as well. Yeah, maybe grease up the rest of the room in case he gets out of the snare. Uh, and then yes. have, like, yes, one of the uh, more frontliners at the front. Yeah, uh, actually, on that, though, um, I'm just going to duck out. And, oh, and is there, like, a... I don't know, how long were these pews when they were active? Like uh, seven foot, eight foot, something like that? Uh, five, 10, 15, 20. <clears throat> right, okay. Um, can I grab, is there like a long shard that's like maybe, I don't know, uh, 10 foot long? Five, oh, oh, yeah, long, yeah, yeah. There'd be, there'd be bigger shards, smaller shards, absolutely. Uh, can I get something that would be, you know, spear length sort of thing? Definitely, yeah, like javelin cool. length or spear length. Yep, absolutely. Cool. I'm just going to stand there in the... Uh, near the doorway then Perfect. Uh, that. Um, let's get Too Ismark far. and um, Arena out of the way yeah Ismark and Arena will move to the back Arena all the way to the back she's going to go check on Donovich making sure that he's not dead <laughs> um, and as she sort of looks over she goes oh dear I am, I'm worried about our choice of actions here tonight very worried Tithla comes out of the room and then heads over to Irina hearing her say that and say what what is it that you're worried about uh what is going on here? We do not know the answers, and the only man who can give us answers is currently knocked out with 
some sort of drug that he himself was trying to prepare. I, I, I just feel there is more going on here that we are not aware of. I, I, I want to make sure that Doru is okay, but again, I, I, this whole thing feels uneasy. Do you, do you have any other ideas? I'm wondering if it is best to wait for morning and get the guards to come and deal with this. I, I do not think this is something we should be making decisions on, but then again, they would just go straight to my father, the Burgermaster, who is now passed, so... So I would do that not know then the right thing to fall do. to your brother? Or uh, you? No. The reason we are able to leave is because Ismark is not to become the next Burgermaster. There will be an election, maybe in a few days, and it has been made clear that Ismark is not, uh, is not likely to win. That is why he comes with me. We leave together. Is there... Who is the favourite to win? Uh, I, I do not know, actually, at this point. I would have to ask Ismark. Ismark! <laughs> Ismark sort of wanders over. Um, yes, Tidla, what, what do you need? Um, Irina pointed out that you... Um, I think that you'll be unsuccessful... Yeah. In an upcoming election, who yeah. might win? Because they're probably the ones that would end up making decisions if we were to go and start trying to consult people now. Uh, probably Gren. Um, he's the most likely one to win. He's uh, from a family of merchants. Uh, he imports wine from Valaki, from Wizards of the Wine. Uh, quite a rich man by Barovian standards. A uh, bit of a favourite is been handing out um, handing out free wine at each of his uh, each of his little meetings with various members of the town. I'd say Gren's probably the most likely to win at this stage. Is he good? Uh, I think he's a prick. <laughs> okay. Well, so far your judgments have been bang on. So, alright. Well, I don't think we should go and ask him for his help. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't trust him. All right. I think it's, you know, we're not here to kill this bloke in, in the basement either, right? Like, you know, uh, even if there's... Us? Even, well, look, if he attacks us, he's... How would you feel if you were locked up for fucking ages and got let loose? I'd be a, a pretty fucking angry... As a goblin, I have no idea what that could possibly be like. Well, <laughs> I, okay, I don't know why you said it like that, but I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> if he's a uh, full-blown vampire, though, what, what, what do you want to do, Grinner? Uh, prod him back down there and let somebody else deal with him. You don't want to yeah. let him suffer, though. Well, no, we don't, but I, you know, if I was a vampire, I wouldn't want to just straight up die either. You know, like, I know I was saying just kill him all before, but I was only half kidding, right? Like, you know, he, he's talking like he's a normal fucking bloke down there. Oi, down there, are you a normal fucking bloke? Yes. <laughs> are, are you a vampire? Yes. <laughs> okay, well, now we know he's a vampire. We don't oh. need to run any experiments. Wait. The grease hasn't been cast yet. I'll move it out of there. I just oh. asked him and he said yes. I don't think that's something that people are going to lie and say that they are vampires. Why didn't I, we just ask earlier? I can hear you talking. I know my father is unconscious. Please, I'm so hungry. You must let me out. You're, I promise. You said I, you're a vampire, though. We're, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Let let me out. I promise I won't harm anyone here. I'll I'll just leave. I'll go somewhere else. So, you didn't go with the plan. Personally? You didn't eat all the village people. 
There's a the moment of silence. The Indian headset, the policeman, the, the fireman. The My father people. brought me blood. I don't know where it came from. Uh, and look, that that's fair. If you're locked up with a tasty <laughs> burger, right, and then you got nothing else to eat, are you going to eat the burger or are you just going to sit there and look at it? See silence. I, I would I would be eating the fucking burger is, is what I'm saying. So if, you know, if I get given, you know, look, right, can, can we move away from him for a minute so he can't hear us? So can I do something, <laughs> please? <the> door. <laughs> I would like to do something before we move away, please. It might help inform us further. Yeah, all right. I will need a moment alone in the room, please. T- uh, does Tittle have the keys by any chance? No. Not, not in there with him. Just shut <laughs> the door behind me. Okay, well, let's just make sure that she does not have the keys, and then, okay. <laughs> okay, you happy? Right. You got the keys? Great, Step thank in, you. Close the door. It's just you alone with this trapdoor now, <laughs> and Doru beneath it. Hey, friend. Hello. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Hello. Um, can you just be quiet? I've got to focus for a second. <laughs> no response. Shh. <laughs> uh, Tisla is going to do primeval awareness. Oh, you'd like to know the presence of were there any fiends, aberrations, celestials, celestials dragons, undead. elementals, fey fiends, or undead? Yeah, there's an undead yeah. directly below <laughs> this uh, below this trapdoor. Yeah, great. So that yeah. casts her spell slot. Um, after I, that minute, she's going to say, "Sorry, I was um, really going to interject here. Sorry, Owen." Hello. Oh yeah, actually. There's a damp here. Yeah. How would that register? That's a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look. The but problem for you is that it's down sense. as well. It's not a vision thing. Oh, no, it just pings, right? Yeah. And it gives you like a radius effect? No, they they are not they are not undead because as a damp here, you have not died like a vampire yep. spawn has. So no, you would not register as an okay. undead. Yeah, so cool. so, a dan- so the, the infection has started, but to become a vampire oh. spawn or a vampire, you have to then die for the infection to finish. So you didn't die, the infection didn't kill you. Therefore, no. Cool. Also, my just official to ruling. be clear, also, yes. primeval awareness, yes. this feature doesn't reveal the creature's location or number. It's just a yes, no. Oh, it's a yes, yeah. But I'd say that I'd say that you are so close to the source of it, you can't help but kind of like because it's it's you get like, like a pulse drift right? towards it sort of a thing yeah i, I imagine yeah, it's sort but... of like a, almost like an echolocation of magic where you concentrate this pulse of magic goes out and then comes back again and gives you a bit of an idea that there are these things nearby it's instant the second you release this teethla it's immediate it's like yeah there's an undead right there <laughs> you're like oh okay Excellent. yeah great <laughs> um teethla's gonna say um my friend i know i know you're hungry but do you know that you're dead I suspected. You're already dead. There's nothing that we can do. But I'm, I'm still, I'm still me. I'm still Doru. I, I think, I, I feel, I hunger. Did you hunger before? For food, yes. Not for blood. Exactly. It's different. (laughs) And Tisla just sheds a little tear and says, I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't think that we're going to be able to help you. I think there's only one way we're going to be able to help. Please, I, I, I want, I want to live. I want to, I want to keep existing. I please. Know you, I know you want to live, but you're already dead. 
And Tethel's going to open the door, step through, turn around. I'm, I'm sorry. She's going to close the door. Uh, there's just this, please, as the door closes, and then you hear very faint sounds coming from the other side that you can't quite make out. Discover anything? Yes. Um, he's undead. He's already gone. Right. Well, he doesn't sound oh. like a Tifler. Yes, but he is. And that I promise you, he's undead. All right. Well, that's... If that helps our decision-making oh. process, I don't oh. think that there's anything else we can do other well, than... Look. All right, so all, all aboard Operation Snare and Snare and Grab? Actually, right. no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I don't think... Look, if if we're not going to bloodbag this horrible fucking dad over there, then, I, I, look, what if... Now, hear me out, because this is a bit of a what if, right? You know, there's a lot of bad people in this world, and if a vampire's got to drink blood, why don't we bring him with us? Let him out. We we find him some nasty people to eat, and he can just tag along. We'll find him a fucking umbrella through the day, and he can just I don't know. He, we gotta kill the kid. Yeah, because the kid will. He, he's Baron. He's over twenty, so he's had a good run, and he will also eat us in our sleep. Well, not if we keep him fed, right? Like, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't read up on it. I, I know Luther you're knows big... a weird about, about this sort okay. of shit, but... You just, call, you just called his dad an asshole for doing just that, and you want us to now take him around going place to place, killing people to give to him for blood? Only and the bad ones. Well, just not an influence supply of bad ones. No, we'll just let him loose amongst those stupid fucking people in the caravan. Something <laughs> <laughs> okay, a better idea, I'll give you that. Oh my goodness. They sounded pretty strong. I think that would just result in a dead vampire anyway. So at this point, I think we kind of just have to... Grinner. Put him out of our misery. Yeah. I think he sort of knew that he was... Um... I think, he, I think he sort of knew where the blood came from, and you could hear the pain in his voice. He, I don't think this is a person who could go around snacking on people. I think this would destroy him in the long run. I think it's better to put him out of his misery. Well, look, can we ask him at least, you know, at least have him have, make an informed decision about he where he, he wants, wants to live. To... Well, but he can't we all, live. He's already dead. All right. Well, I've I've said my piece. Let's kill the fucker then. Oh, no, we're, just, we're just sharing. Yeah, Renat, I know you're used to some groups and where they just yell because you you know armies and fights and stuff. But we can have yelling. the conversations. We're trying to be better. I know. That's why I haven't. That's look. Everyone in here is still alive, right? I haven't killed nobody. That's a very yeah, good point. Good point. Personal that, growth for is everyone. Is that the bare minimum? Like, <laughs> is that the baseline for Grinner? Yes. <laughs> I know you tried, and this was going to point to the puddle. Yeah, look, I got it better. Yes, thank you, Theo. Um, Jonah, hand me the keys. I'll go unlock the door, and then we snare the snare the beast, and we can all decide what to do then. Well, now, hold on. My only question to that plan, right, is we're going to let him out of a cage so that we can cage him to ask him questions, right? He, he's in the fucking box already. Well, look, I'll be honest, though. Like, I I would like to give him a proper send-off if we are going to sort of put him out of his misery. I think leaving him to the 
the first rays of sun would um that would be a fitting end i think well, sort of let him sort of like that. be blessed by at least the thunder well then should we put a hole in the wall so potentially but he might oh, yeah, tie him up with real rope once the snare's done we also have the um the horde of undead or whatever one of the creatures where they're attacking um is Mark and Irina to deal with as well. We don't know if they're going to attack us in the night, so That's do we just true. let everything set for the night, see how it pans out, and then deal with it then? One one less unknown to deal with. So you're, so you're saying keep him down here for now until the morning at least? Yeah, and then we'll let everything sort of sort itself out, and then in the morning we can then choose an action. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. Can can do. I'll wait. I'll wait to set up the snare till the morning. Right. Who, who's got the keys? Give, give us a look at those keys. I'm not going in there. Just let me look I at. Feel them. like you seeing the keys is not um, good. Well, <laughs> no. Look, when I saw them on the belt, they didn't look very well made. Can I just pass them over? Luther, are you going to give them over? Oh, did you actually give him to me? Because you're like backing away. Yeah, you I still have them, Oh, do no, I? Oh, have sorry, them. I yeah, yeah. Because okay. I, because I went to go reach for them, but then you backed away because I thought yeah. you thought I was going to stab you. <laughs> yeah, enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll hand him over at that point. Um, I'm going to then have a look around to see if the northern section, if we can actually barricade it. So I can go off that way. Perfect. I mean, so so you know, Jonah, looking into the chapel, that the the windows you could probably barricade some of the windows with the the leftover pews, or you could even take some of the the shattered pews and, and carry them down and barricade the door here pretty easily. Sure, sure. Yeah. Can I have a um, sticky beak at those keys and see like they? You mentioned that they were poorly made. Mm. Is there anything going on with them? As you have a look closely at them, Grinner, um, can you make me an investigation check? I'll give you a bit more information based on your investigation check, but as you look at them, they look to be very roughly made um, wrought iron keys. Uh, these are designed to be very functional, not very pretty or beautiful. Um, they look to have been manufactured probably by a very hastily rushed village blacksmith. With your investigation of 11, you can see that there are a number of scrapes along them as well as if they've been smacking into each other on a, on a key ring for quite some time and gradually chipping away at uh, the, the, the ends of the keys as well. The scratch marks along the hilts and the shafts, they, they look to be very well used and very old. And obviously one key does the trapdoor. Um, Having a look else? over them, you get the sense that probably, yeah, one key for the trapdoor, maybe one key for the front of the chapel, and then the other key you're not sure what it's for. None of them are labelled, none of them are marked, and the keys all look quite similar. I'm definitely going to go lock the front door so that we've got at least one thing less to worry about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, easy enough to do. Just walk over, lock the front door. I might just spend a little bit of time wandering around trying to find what the other key unlocks. I'll oh. save you some time. The key doesn't unlock anything else in the chapel. There's only three other doors that you can unlock. None of these doors are unlocked by the key. Mm, okay, I'll just stick them in my coat pocket then and... Um, see if I can help with the barricading. Perfect. Alrighty. It sounds like you guys are going to barricade the room, have a bit of a long rest, correct? Seems like it. Perfect. In the interests of yeah. speeding things up then, um, what I'll do is anyone who's helping with the barricade, could you please roll me a athletics check? Hmm. <clears throat> athletics check. And um, we'll have a little bit with uh, with Irina, Ismark, and Donovich as well. So nine from Grinner, 
three from Jonor. Ironically, 20 from Tithla. <laughs> I'm going to say that that's kind of described bring as Tithla. Bring it Tithly. in, boys. Bring it in. Yeah, Tithla, you're more giving direction to the others. The others kind of not really knowing what they're doing in terms of stacking, but you with your um, sort of keen keen mind and intellect and also your unique perspective being quite close to the ground and being able to sort of scuttle in and look and, and check the strength of these barricades as they're being assembled. What do you mean by that? Close to the ground. How, how tall are you? <laughs> Oh no, she's very short. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's it's not too hard for you to supervise and give uh, eight from Theodore. That means your your total average without Tithla oh. is like six. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Tithla. really worried to. I don't want to roll now with Tithla. After seeing everyone else's, it's a, it's a bit more than that. I think it probably averages out nine, three, eight, and twenty. Probably averages out to about twelve or eleven. Um, it's not great, <laughs> but yeah, you are able to create a very rough. You all barricade. keep trying to do stuff, and Tithla goes, "No, put that back! Don't take it away! Leave it there! Just, no, stop trying to help! You're not helping." Yeah, Tithla, you see, as Jonah just picks up a pile of twigs and like dumps them on the ground, and you're like, "What's that supposed to do?" <laughs> when, when they go through the window, they'll slip over, they'll fall over. Perfect. Uh huh. That's a good try. <laughs> a for effort. Um. As, as with your direction, though, a hastily made barrier that does seem to be some sort of. It, May, may block the door if something gets through is erected in front of the room with a trapdoor. Um, yeah, the rest of you can then take a long rest uh, as you all. What have... I will yep. do is just with the mirror, like the windows in this room. I'm just going to do my classic um, fishing line and the bells mm. all around the edge of the room. I think you've got—is it 60 feet? You can do it to 30 feet. Um, I, I honestly don't know how much is in the fishing tackle. Uh, oh, is it based on the fishing tackle? How, yeah, yeah, the, based the spell, on the fishing tackle. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. So I thought you were doing the spell alarm, but you're just running. No, no, around. I don't have any spells. Oh, in that case, That'd then like probably... That'd be 300 feet, right? <laughs> How long is your average fishing line? Um... I want to say like 300 feet. I wasn't right. trying to joke. <laughs> fishing line length average. There's the crazy things that I have to Google for this. Uh, a typical <laughs> fishing line is 90 to 110 feet. Which is about what? Um, 330. Oh, nearly all manufacturers spool 330 yards of line per spool. Okay, so and then since most reels take around 200 yards of line, what's that in what's that in meters? Well, it's 900 feet, three feet to a yard. Okay. Well, except it says it's 110. The typical fishing line is 110 feet in length. So, like, all right, look, I'm going to say you got 200 feet because that was for fly fly fishing, typical fly fishing. So let's say you got 200 feet. So yeah, you can easily go around the rim with your little bells perfect and like another thing as well as we leave locations and stuff i could probably like like sort of collect up a little bit like sort of like i imagine like oh you're getting it back each time you're not just like it's not permanent because we have to do is untie and roll it back up right yeah yeah exactly no it's not permanent um yeah brilliant so uh, luthi you head around the outside of the chapel using the broken um the broken trellises and smashed dices and uh and seats to create uh, a length of line uh, under a little bit of tension with bells hanging from it so that if anything was to come through the windows it would trigger the line and, and ring the bells to let you guys know there's something in there. Um, Arena has set Donovich up against the far side of the chapel, uh, cleared away some of the debris, made him a bit comfortable and um, hasn't untied the arms and legs but is looking like she wants to. She's sort of like examining the, the knots, seeing that he's kind of in this really weird half like clenched position and looking a bit sort of concerned about how uncomfortable he looks um ismark on the other hand has set up a small cooking fire and is cooking some sausages 
um, on the shattered planks of wood and, uh, and sticks from the, the trellises and pews that have been destroyed. Um, uh, Ray, Rill will actually come over and sit with Ismark for a little bit, having a bit of a chat, and then Rill will give you guys a bit of a nod. I um, I feel quite, uh, quite weary. I will uh, retire to my room. Wake me if uh, anything happens. I will be uh, glad to assist. Gives you a nod and then steps into the room that had been set aside for him by uh, Donovich earlier. The rest of you, while Luther is going around setting up his trip line. Jonah. No, that's everyone. Everyone's accounted for. All right, brilliant. After you guys set up the barricade and set up the trip line, um, you head back in to that main chapel area, have a bit of food, have some of your rations. Ismark is happy to share a sausage. He's got enough sausages that everyone can have a sausage each. Um, Love it. Oh man, um, the sausages are heavily spiced. The the meat is some sort of um, of beef, heavily heavily spiced. Um, a very strong garlic flavour to it as well, along with um, pepper and salt. Yeah, <laughs> along with uh, very strong pepper and salt flavours as well. Very heavily spiced meat, um, but the sausages are good. Uh, very strongly smoked as well, but otherwise quite nice. Um, and with that, you can all benefit from a long rest. Um, is anyone keeping watch during the night? Yes, absolutely. I, I yeah. don't actually feel comfortable leaving um, that room unguarded. I, I, I look, you lot, I, I'm happy as usual to do first watch, uh, but I'm going to go sit down here because fuck leaving that room unattended, right? I'm, I'm happy to take a shift as well. Yeah, I'll do the last lot watch. So, because like my guy always sort of likes to sort of be up at dawn. Yeah. So, Grinner, your first watch, as you sort of sit outside the door next to the hastily made barricade, you can hear the sound of the voice coming from underneath the doorway. Faint, much harder to hear in the chapel area than it is here, and you, you are aware of the voice. Please, I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. Grinner, the voice continues for your entire watch. Well, actually, at the edge of a here. Oh, okay. Actually, I I want to have a chat with this guy once oh, okay. everyone's asleep. Um, so once once I can hear you know everyone snoring and, and sleeping, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna quietly come in. Yeah, it doesn't take any stick. effort to dismantle the barricade that's been set up. It's like <laughs> it's a shit job. You just push it aside and open the door <laughs> and step inside. Yeah. Um, I know, Mom. Don't do it. I'm sorry. Don't, don't sell me to that meat wizard. <laughs> Did you say meat wizard? I said mean. I said mean I wizard. Meat wizard I'm going to stick with meat wizard now. Jonah, yeah. I heard Jonah all the meat wizard. It's like a, like a, it's like How blood magic, it get worse but for infinitely you? creepier. Going downhill. Yeah. Is that like I'm a the meat really mage. shoddy necromancer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The meat mage. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, I mean, I've got one more joke about this. If it's going to be a necromancer, I can raise the meat. <laughs> oh, no. Um, no. Yeah, Grinner. No. No, no. We found the uh, line. Yep. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to sit down um, next to the trap door. Yeah. How much of you still in there, kid? <laughs> how, how would I know? I still feel like me. I'm just so hungry. Yeah, look, you keep saying that, and it's wearing fit, so stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Have you ever well, yeah. been hungry? Yeah, look, mate, I'm a soldier. I spent most of my fucking life being hungry, but that's not the point, right? I just, it's, there's lots of other things to talk about. 
I get you hungry, and I know you've been just drinking a lot of people, and it's fucked, right? I haven't been drinking a lot of people. My father brings me down so much, but I refuse it as often as I can. There's a small drain down here. I pour as much of it as I can down the drain. You don't understand how hard it is. How, How long... How long can you resist for before you need a drink? Days, weeks, depends how long it's been since I last drank and how much. And how long's it been? Two weeks. Right, so what you're saying is once we pop this hatch and uh, try to stop you from doing any more of this, you're probably going to try and jump one of us. Is that right? No. I I choose my actions. Just let me leave. I, I can I can probably feed on animal blood. I know I know we've tried it and I and I struggle, but I just have to try harder. And what are you gonna do when that doesn't work, lad? I don't know. Look you heard me before you know that i don't like the outcome that's been decided for you right what it's not fair i just i just wanted to get away from my father i wanted to be my own man it's not fair look i i don't think that anyone should be locked up the way you have i i have it certain problem with what your father has done here and to be honest it makes me pretty fucking angry but I'm trying to turn a new leaf and not fucking go around just killing people right it's it's not working very well for me so listen how do you like the idea that I floated earlier of you fighting and killing bad people and creatures. How do I know who's bad and how long before I become one of them? Well, you said that you can last a good couple weeks before you need to have a little nibble, right? So that's lots of time to do some research. Would you say? And as far as becoming one of them, well, just don't lose hold of who you are. You know who you are. You've been trapped in a fucking basement and you're still you, right? Please let me out. I, I can I can try my best to, to, to feast on only those who have, have done wrong. I will find ways to find that information out. Your friends, I don't think they're going to agree with this plan. I think you, you need to let me out. What? So my friends don't agree with it, so I need to go through with it. Mate, that's not how negotiation works, right? I didn't come in here to talk about freeing you. I wanted to find out what sort of a man was left. What sort of a man is left? I don't know. One who wants to live. Well, right, yeah. Lots of bad people want to live too, mate. You're not selling it for me. I don't know why what do you want. want to live. What? Why? Why do you want to live? Because I want what? to travel. I want to see 
this place. I want to escape this place eventually. I want to, to eat good food, drink good wine. I want to live. Let me stop real... you there, mate. That's that's never going to happen, right? There is no coming back from what you are, apparently, according to one bloke who seems to know a god-awful lot about it. Uh, you are what you are. You're not going to drink nothing again. Wine, the only red thing you're drinking, mate, is not going to be wine. So, what, you think you're going to come out of here and, and become something new? You're not. You are what you are. And you're going to be drinking human blood for the rest of your days. That's it. Do you want that? If it means that I can still travel to, to, to do what I want to do, then yes, it's better than nothing. Yeah, well, I pull the keys out. <clears throat> yeah. And I eye them off and I hold them and I select the right one and I kind of gauge what his reaction to that is you don't hear anything from the other side of the trapdoor and you can't really see him through the trapdoor he's sort of because of the way the light shines through it's very hard to see into this into this dark under cellar um you don't hear any movements from under the trapdoor as you take the keys out and jangle them there's no sounds coming from below the trapdoor lad i'm staring at the keys i've been fighting a long long fucking time i am so done with fighting if you attack me you may very well be the last thing that I kill but I swear to everything in the pantheon that I will kill you do you understand me yes I'm gonna unlock the padlock brilliant Runa as the key clicks the lock falls free pale hand pushes out from under the trapdoor, raising it ever so slightly. Fingers curl over the top of the wood and then lift the trapdoor. And you watch as a very pale young man begins pulling himself from the darkness below. I'm going to reach a hand down. Oh, yeah. This thin, very fragile-looking hand takes yours and you feel a strong grip, much stronger than you would expect. And as you pull him up out of the trapdoor into the flickering candlelight of the room, you can see a mess of shaggy brown hair unkempt around his shoulders, um, wide eyes, but dark, very dark brown, almost black pupils. Which space does he step on? I don't... Did you, you cast have, the... He actually... I think he did. I, I, I did, and it lasts eight hours. Oh, in that case then... Well, I've been sitting down in it, if that's the case. Yes. <laughs> so in that case, then, you don't realize until you try and move, correct? Because it's as you step into it. Uh, when you finish, the rip disappears. The circle is a magic trap. The trap is nearly that's invisible. That's a good point. That's, uh, yeah, that's a good point. The creature must succeed on dexterity saving throw or be magically hoisted into the air. So, yeah, so actually. Did it say the trap is clearly visible, though? No, invisible. It's the trap invisible. is invisible. Oh, okay. Grinner, as... Well, actually, yeah. So you cast it in front of the trapdoor, right? So it only yeah. activates once because the lock is on the western side of the trapdoor. So, Grinner, you unlock the trapdoor, you sit down with no problems at all. It's then well, as hold you... Hold on, hold on. Do I, I know that that's there, though, don't I? 
Exactly. I think you do know it's there, and you know it's to the north, so you wouldn't be standing where you are. You'd have to be standing to the west to avoid sure, it. Sure, and I also wouldn't be helping him up. You'd pull him it. out into that section. Yeah, that's that's absolutely fine. As you as you pull him out of the trap, so yeah, shaggy brown hair, very pale, gaunt face, hollow cheeks, um, very dark black eyes, wearing just a messy tunic stained with a few stop, uh, sort of reddish-brown spots across the chest. Um, fingernails ever so slightly pointed and as you hoist him up as you pull him a little bit closer and step back there's a moment Gruna where you see this almost this frantic hunger in his eyes and his mouth kind of like half opens and then something inside of him clenches down and he holds his teeth clenched clenching his jaw as hard as he can and lets go of your hand steps away eyes looking everywhere but your neck Thank I, you. Yeah, I've already fucking regretted this. I've got to quietly lock the <laughs> um, lock the trapdoor behind him. Okay. Um, yeah. And make sure it all looks untouched. And then I'm gonna guide him out to the front door, which I have the key to. Yeah. Um. And. Uh, unlock it. As you do, Doru, this young man, looks towards you, gives you a nod. Thank you. I, I won't forget this. I swear. I'm going to hold you to that. And with that, Doru slinks out into the night, disappearing very quickly as he runs extremely fast. Yes. I put the bell in line at all entrances slash exits. Uh, I'd, I'd say that Grinner would be able like, because Grinner knows about this right so for him to like disable the bells I mean he could probably point them out to Doru so that when they open the door he can just step over it because the door does open outwards doesn't open inwards um, so if Grinner, if Grinner knows that you did that and he probably would have seen you putting the bells and lines out it's not too hard to step over it but I will have Doru make a dexterity saving throw and I'll get Grinner to do one as well Dex is what I do best Yeah, this is to close the door by the way Uh, okay, I've got Doru's. We're in a 14. Um, as Doru sort of takes off into the night, Doru got a 19. Um, as Doru takes off into the night, disappearing, stepping over the line and, and taking off as fast as he humanly can, uh, vampirically can, um, disappearing <laughs> into the into the darkness. Um, yeah, Grinna, you, you very gently close the door. You just bump one of the bells, this very faint, ding, 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 just the faintest little tinkle from the bell that you see very slightly bumped with a 14 as you very gently close the door and then begin sort of moving back into the main chapel. Um, I'm not I'm not going back in there. Oh, I'm going to go okay. back into the trapdoor room yep. and lie down and go to sleep as though I've fallen asleep on watch. Ooh. Okay. Alrighty. Yep. Move in. Fall asleep. Uh, next up, taking the watch. Who was the next one taking watch? I think it was Theodore, wasn't it? I thought it was me. No, it's Tithla. It was Tithla. Yeah, Tithla. You're next one to watch. Would Tithla wake up or would Tithla? No, probably, probably not. I'm just thinking that. I was just about to say. I don't know if Tithla would wake up for her watch. (laughs) Luther probably would because he wakes up with the dawn. You're used to waking up very early. But Luther, you wouldn't wake up before sunrise. You'd probably wake up very early, but not as early as it would be required for the watch. So probably you kind of wake up around like 4 a.m. Maybe just before that, as the first rays of sunlight begin to rise. Uh, and come through the chapel windows you sort of find yourself waking up and, and thinking to yourself very quickly this is a bit late to be awakening 
And as you stand up and look over, you can see Tithla still passed out where you saw her go to bed last night. Would you blame Tithla immediately? Assuming <laughs> Tithla fell asleep on watch first. I'll check and see if everyone's alive first. <laughs> Yeah, as you as you very sort of swift kick to the head. As you very quietly (laughs) Well Luther Luther, you've got quite honed senses. You very quietly walk around. You can see very quickly like you can see the breathing as people's chests rise and fall. Everyone is still alive. You can see Donovich is still kind of very much limp, very like boned fish limp. Um, you suspect the drug that was given to him is still in effect at this point. Um cool. I checked the integrity of the line. Yeah, as you look around, can't see Grinner anywhere. I sort of slink in. I check. I'll, I'll check all these doors real quick. I'll, I'll quickly peek in into Rill's room. Well, as soon as you as soon as you get down the corridor, you can see the barricade has been moved away from the door, as if uh-huh. it's been very okay, slowly so that, pushed that, away, that would... and the door is open. What barricade? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the bundle of sticks that was just at the bottom <laughs> of the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Luther, you open have, the door and look in. I'm going to say something as well. When yeah, I was yeah. sort of drifting off to sleep, I started thinking about like the the history check I had, like mm. the things I learnt, and I was trying to. I was just thinking to myself before I fell asleep, and I was going to investigate this in my watch before Grinna did what he did. Yeah. And I was going to actually see if it was a vampire spawn or lesser, because then we could have had him potentially reversed by a, a cleric where we were going. Yeah, I. You, you don't know this point you're not yep. sure whether he's a vampire spawn or less a vampire you don't know um, so i'm gonna enter the room check in yeah. on grinner and think okay that's a bit peculiar as you step into the room you see grinner just curled up on the floor um looking quite comfortable and fast asleep i check the the door trapdoor still locked lock is in place and i'm gonna go down and i'm gonna try and gain, gain the attention of doru um, hey, Dory, are you still there? Are you, are you awake? Um, I just had some questions I wanted to ask you. You hear nothing. Any silence. Doru! I'd say probably with that insistent, Grinner would wake up hearing Doru, <laughs> like being somewhat <laughs> shouted. Grinner, you slowly begin waking up. Um, yeah, <clears throat> Luther, no response from below the trapdoor. I sort of go over to Grinner real quick and I check him for wounds. No, no oh, wounds. Yeah. Grinner's sort of like waking up slowly. <laughs> Grinner, what are you doing in here? Sleeping. Why would you sleep in here? We barricaded for a particular reason. Why would you be in here? There's, t- I, there's literally a room across the hall with a bed. I don't, I don't know. I came in here to talk to old mate and I fell asleep. And why am I not hearing anything from old mate? I don't... I don't know. Yes, because like I know that Grinner was literally the only person who said otherwise in the whole like <laughs> like plan. So I'm going to insight check that because I think yeah. it's a little sus. Grinner, I'll grab yeah, a deception no, check from you, please. For Fourteen sure. for the insight check. So this could it's not like that's not crash hard. Ten <laughs> from Grinner. Luther crash Grinner hard. Grinner just sounds a bit off, like. The way Great. he's kind of looking around a little bit, and you can see his hand actually goes to his pocket where you suspect the keys probably are. As he says, "What are you talk about?" Um, I just wanted to talk to Dora real quick. Um, I, I think I might be able to help him, be able to actually beat his vampirism, potentially. Right. 
Um, okay. And I tell him about the whole, like, you know, I heard about this story, but um, it was like this, there's like a full vampire that he had to die and then be back, brought back to life. But that, that I think that's not even, the, like, that's so hard to do. But I think for this case, potentially, like, I don't know how long he's been down here for, but he has been snacking on people, but he could still be in the spawn or lesser stage. So if we could just get him to a powerful cleric, I think we could reverse him and he could be back to normal. How do you know so much about all this stuff? Uh, well, <laughs> when, when you go across the land like me and have to do a, a lot of different odd jobs and such, you, you have to research a lot of different topics. Yeah, but it only seems to really be this particular topic. <laughs> no, I, by all means, I did a bunch of different stuff. I did, you know me, like my history was odd jobs throughout the land, but Grinner, um, where is Doru though? I don't know, he's under the trap door, I suppose. Grinner, um, I don't think you're being entirely honest with me, are you? Right, I think it's breakfast time. I'm gonna walk out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Grinner, yeah, Luther Grinner just just walks out, pushes through the door, and begins walking into the main room of the chapel. <clears throat> I sort of get up behind him and sort of grab his arm. What, Grinner. Luther? What? Where's Dora? I push him back into the trapdoor room. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Like actually physically push him back in. Okay. Yes, yeah, as you sort of like push him back into the room, close the door behind you, so it's just you two. I let him go, Luther. We could do that. We could not do that. People being locked up is not right under any circumstances. I let him go. <clears throat> he made a vow to me. There were certain promises that he made, and I, I believed him, and I let him go. So you let off a vampire into the world? Well, there's plenty here, apparently, already. So, what's another one? And he said he's going to do the right thing. Well, that might not... That might work. It could either be... It could either go one way or the other. Yeah, it could. And I don't think it's worth risking a life over. But I think we should have slept on it because we could have potentially helped him even more than we have. Well, we could always go find him again. Add it to the list. I think, it's be, I think by the time we find him, it it very well could either be too late. I'm not sure. Well, look, but, if it is, we got ourselves a nice, powerful vampire ally, right? He seems like he was pretty grateful about the whole thing. I think you should have. You know, we do things as a team, though. No, I know. And I, look, I agree. I know. I know I went out on a limb on this one. I understand that and I don't feel very comfortable about it myself, but I was not going to let that boy die. I have a question for you, Owen, and this I is like probably it. to wrap as well. Grinner and Luther have actually journeyed for a long time together. So what would Grinner's relationship with, like, sorry, what would uh, Luther's re relationship with Grinner be? Would he be someone that I would, I guess like it's hard for me to sort of judge it, but like is Grinner, because I know he's like life of a soldier. Would he be someone that Luther would probably trust would choose the right outcome? Like, I'd, I know, say, like, I'd say that he's it's so rough around the edges bag. and gets into fights. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's mixed, Luther. There are times when Grinner's judgment has been right, there are times when it's been wrong. Um, leading up drunk. to this, yeah. <laughs> Le leading, up to, leading up to your adventures here, I'd say it's probably been almost a 50 50 split between Grinner doing 
things that you think were stupid and turning out to be the right thing to do. And then times you thinking Grinner's right on the money and it turns out to be completely the wrong thing for Grinner to do. So okay. yeah, I'd say up to this point, it's been very hard to kind of gauge exactly what Grinner's judgment is. And from your perspective, you don't really understand Grinner's decision-making probably about 80% of the time. <laughs> it doesn't, he follows a logic that doesn't quite make sense to your mind. Sometimes I've seen him like out. stove in people's heads for like the smallest like transgression, and then on the other hand, like like fight tooth and nail to like save the lives like the ghosts of you know the kids and yeah. Grinner like, lives by his own code. Weird moral compass. I'd, I'd say that's like fair, right? What was that? Sorry, Raf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does not like injustice. Whatever his yeah. version of that is. Yeah, and Grinner Grinner works and lives by his own moral <laughs> code. When did you um? When did you let him out? How long ago do you reckon? It's well, probably around. I'm gonna. I, I don't like know 4 what time. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what time we use here. Dawning. Like, if we just use like we normally use. In, yeah, just just 24 hour clock. Okay. I'm not so gonna invent I'm, my own like system of like time based on the rotation yeah, of the planet. Just, That's just that know. is too far. <laughs> even even for me. Why wouldn't you do that? Even even for me, that's even for me, that's too far. I did. I do. I do have a custom calendar that we're working off of, but um, even yeah. like, even I feel like that's a bit far. <laughs> well, look. Um, How many days just... in a week? Uh fifteen. Wow. Nah, a in a week, week, I thought you said a month. Sorry, <laughs> in a week there's five. <laughs> Three weeks to a month. It's a decimalized system. It's perfect. I'm glad <laughs> after all the shit that I threw at the imperial system. No, before. no, it's per- perfectly balanced. Yeah, five five days to a week. Uh, three weeks, so 15 days to a month, um, and then there's 15 months to a year. So look, it's just before dawn now. When when do you think you when do you think you released him? Only about an hour after we went to bed. So he's long gone. He's long gone. No fun. <sighs> look, let's go back to sleep for now. I will tell everyone in the morning what has happened, though. We're going to be transparent and. Everyone can make up their own mind about it. I've, if this is a good thing or a bad thing, that is too hard to tell at the moment. Look, let me put it to you this way. If we, if I was still in the military, I would probably be court-martialed and hung for going against direct orders for this. So you do what you've got to do, but I don't really feel comfortable with us <laughs> just out telling everybody. Well, what do you want to do then? He, he, he put me to sleep with his magic and fucked off. So you want me to lie to everyone else and include myself in this? Well, I'm leaving that up to you. Like that was what I was. That that was the way I was going to play it. So you do you, mate. I I don't know. I don't feel comfortable about any of this whole situation. I don't like that I've gone against the group but I've done what I felt had to be done and that's all there is to it. So if you lot are going to hang me, then at least get me a we're couple gonna, more hours. We're not going to hang you. We're not We're not the army, but you've definitely lost some trust at least. Look, just sleep on it for now. I'll do a... Um, I'll do a quick little perimeter check and we'll talk about this. We'll figure out what we do in the morning. Grinner when mm. you sleep would you take your outer coat off your military jacket off to kind of like make a pillow or drape over you like a blanket yeah it depends on the circumstances in in here on the cobbles i probably would take it off to make a bit of padding brilliant luther what's your passive perception 
Uh, 15. 15. Luther, something you've not seen on Grinner before, because he was wearing his big coat, you've not really noticed this before, but his under jacket, which is slightly unbuttoned, is emblazoned with a family crest. It's faint from overwear and from uh, from age, but the family crest immediately catches your eye. It's the family crest of the Von Kratz family. Your family. Nice. I sort of catch, I, I guess like I'm looking, I look at it and my eyes sort of dart to it and then just linger. I probably for a, a couple seconds, I don't know. I guess Grinner's pretty groggy, so I don't know how, how like, I don't know if he'd be able to see me studying it. He's not looking at you anyway. He's yeah, okay. his eyes. Um, I sort of looked down and I sort of, I was just sort of, I was sort of like um, crouched down. Grinner, this is um, this is an interesting symbol. What? Well, why? It's family crest, mate. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. Um, okay. Um, I sort of. What? What? What family? Okay. Where, where did you? Where did your family come from, Grinner? Ah, uh, well, originally. What? What the fuck are you talking, mate? You... Sorry, sorry. It's just, it's just so. Uh, uh, these things, uh, history is a bit of a. I'm obviously showing them a bit of a history buff, so... Well, you know what? I've been thinking about it. Maybe we just keep this between me and you. T- How about that? We'll, we'll come up with a story about how we put you to sleep with his magic. I, I... I don't understand why the change of heart, but I, I would appreciate it. <clears throat> I, I would appreciate that a lot. Right, we'll do that. Alrighty. And with that, Grinner, do you stay in this room to finish your sleep? I I do, yeah. That's the only believable I did, thing. I did tell him. I, oh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, it is. Alrighty. Luther, you head back to the rest of the party. Um, I will do this, though. It's, everyone's not awake yet. No, no one's awake yet. Just you. So I have a bit of a re- revelation. Obviously, that's my family crest, so this yeah. is potentially my relative <laughs> that's the that's why i had to change a heart yeah because i, I, I was figured. gonna yeah and i'm like oh shit this could actually be like a relative so i'm gonna actually while well, he's going to so he goes to sleep while everyone else is sort of doing like no one's up yet i'm gonna actually do a little few other effects maybe that could give his story more credence yeah so i'm gonna unlock the i'm gonna quickly just sort of grab his keys I, he, he can still be awake for this and i'll unlock yeah. it and have it wide open because no point it's no it doesn't make sense if it's locked yeah it was the biggest then... hole in uh, biggest hole in group's plan <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh he put you to sleep yeah, yeah. um and then, and then he like, like got you to got wide. you to open the trap door yep and then he got you to lock the trap door again yep so wow. i'm gonna set the stage so i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna have it look like grinner got put to sleep i'm gonna open it up i'm gonna have the door open as if he's made a quick run, but I'm going to also get like scissors and just cut my line. Like almost like he did see the line and he's okay. cut it and took apart my thing. And then a creak opened the front door a little bit. Nice. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. No, you, you do all those things, Luther. Um, 
Yeah, of course you can. Absolutely. And then you head back, prop yourself back up where you were before sleeping. Oh, and, and then, I oh, yeah. will quickly zip and slip out and throw the key. Like the keys, I would throw sort of in a, a close underbrush, almost like he discarded them as he ran out. Nice. Yes. Brilliant. Yep. 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 Fantastic. Uh, alrighty. All of you can complete your long rests. We will come back uh, at the end of the next. We'll, 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 we'll start the next session as you guys awake, and I think we'll have as as you guys sort of come awake. Very slowly, the rest of you waking up, Luther like cracking an eye, checking them, being, pretending to be asleep. Um, Donovich, what finally... I'll do is though, I wouldn't. Yeah. You know what I wouldn't do though? I wouldn't let everyone wake up when it's my watch and I've done this little thing. Yeah, I'll then wake. I'll then rummage everyone. I'm going, wake up, wake up! Dora's escaped. Something's happened. Like oh, I don't brilliant. know what's happened to okay. Bruno. Like I know I would do it that way. Perfect. Okay, yeah. As as you've been waking everyone up, Donovich actually begins to sort of quick rouse. jolts, quick jolts, like yeah, like, just wake up, wake them. up, quick kick, quick yeah. kick. Uh, I run in, check on Grinner, sort of thing. Like Grinner, Grinner, wake up! What's what's happening? Like, and I'll play into that. Yeah, nice. So, as you guys are all sort of shaken awake by Luther, who then runs down the corridor, um, Tithla, Theodore, and Jonah, you hear as Donovich kind of like rouses his eyes, blinking awake. He goes, "What, my my son? Where is where is my son? What what have you done?" And that is where we're going to end for tonight. Very well done. Oh, God, really what was that? Sorry, uh, has really want to kill Donovich <laughs> <laughs> so badly. <laughs> wow, this is this is going to be interesting, isn't it? So, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. That is it for uh, Curse of Strad tonight. So, I hope you've enjoyed tonight's session. Um, thank you to the Evil Doer crew for coming and having a little, little raid earlier on. Um, we will be back on Wednesday for more Tyranny of Dragons. In fact, one of the last episodes of Tyranny of Dragons. So if you're not already watching Tyranny of Dragons, perfect time to get into it. The entire campaign will be out um, on YouTube and podcasts in the next couple of weeks. You'll be able to watch the entire thing from start to finish. Tyranny of Dragons is where we, the Lost Archive, started. It's a little rough around the edges technology-wise. Not as polished as our presentation is now when we first started. We've come a long way, but I do recommend uh, checking it out especially podcasts for the first like 20 episodes i reckon it's best as a podcast and then after that there's much more interesting things to see as we as we play through but um yeah oh and the other thing people search for podcasts people can search for podcasts if you just google the lost archives dnd or lost archives tyranny of dragons it will be one of the first results on google super easy to find spaces i think either for the lost archives spaces yep spaces for the lost archives yeah okay yeah you can you can do it for that um just make sure you type in lost archives dnd podcast otherwise um if you go to podbean itunes spotify um Pandora, and just type in the Lost Archives. It'll be one of the first results. We we show up in all of those search engines uh, and all the individual podcast apps. Otherwise, YouTube at the Lost Archives is the place to find us, and um, Twitch.tv/LostArchives if you're watching us live. Thank you so much, everybody. That is it from us tonight. Stay safe, stay well. We will see you all again Wednesday for Tyranny of Dragons, and then uh, Avatar: The Triumphant Return of Avatar Legends on Thursday. And I'm not sure what I'm going to stream this Saturday. No idea. I'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, until then, stay safe, stay well. See you guys next time. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Thanks, guys. Oh, my goodness. I can't get the outro to play. My thing's not working. That's right. I can do it from here. Oh, no. (laughs) It's a little little awkward outro. Outro now.